Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. This sports program starts right now. Football! is happening. Obviously, yeah. the NFL has already started its preseason, mm-hmm. and we're right around the corner from college football. Wow. But today is a massive day because it seems like all across the NFL, joint practices are starting, which means... Fights are happening in every single one of them. The Washington Commanders and the Baltimore Ravens are joint practicing. Now, obviously, they are very near to each other, so this makes things very easy on the back end, preseason-wise. But uh, one little hi-hi uh-huh. ends up with a hi-hi. Yeah. This is what joint practices are, honestly. This is what, as a player, I think we just expect out of all of these. Now, I know the talent evaluators get an opportunity to look at two different rosters in bottom half of rosters that could potentially need to fill or plug their roles. And I know coaches are able to put situations where ones versus ones, this is going to be a contained environment where there won't be any fuckery or any chance of anybody blowing an ACL. So they get a chance to see good on good for an extended period of time as opposed to just a game that has situations kind of present themselves, yeah. we can present third and long We're with right. our ones. Mm-hmm. We can bring in one-on-ones with our new rookie tackle mm-hmm. yeah. taking on somebody on the other side. So coaches love it. Yeah. Scouts love it. Mm-hmm. The fans Love it. Nice. Odell Beckham Jr. caught a deep ball from Lamar Jackson this morning at that joint practice against the Washington Commanders. Hold on. There's news about that. Yeah. We're not going to dive into that to kick off the show. Sure. But there is, uh, I'm not saying it. No. No, no. But there is a, uh, you might, you're going to be able to yeah. say it. I think there's yeah. a petition for not, with 90,000 people uh, that have signed it from the Native American Guardians Association, NAGA. Obviously, we have never heard of that. Uh, we did some research into it. I do believe there are. Uh, Native American, but also some uh, whites yeah. are involved in That's this. Right. So obviously the angle is going to be that the whites are trying to do this mm-hmm. entire thing. I'm not 100% sure. All I know is 90,000 signatures on a petition from a group that has Native American in it is saying, bring back, uh, bring it. Hail to the... They're saying... Wait, we we can say it now, I thought. I don't know if that's what this internet report is telling us. Now, I think it is very real. Josh Harris, who's the new owner of... uh, the uh, Washington team. Yeah, yeah. I'll say it. I'm pumped. He literally said it. I know you will. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people just like you, I yeah. think, that saw this and were like, okay, oh, God. thought so. Let's thought go. so. This yeah. entire time. And there is an entire argument to be said about like how if we continue to just eliminate these things that reference the Native Americans, there's a chance that there's going to come a time where people don't even fucking remember the importance of the Native Americans and you kind of forget the whole conversation around it if you eliminate it from the conversation. Shout out to Michigan State. You know, you can forget (laughs) if you just try to silence everything, you potentially take something out of history forever if nobody hears about it. Now, when I thought that originally, I was obviously just thinking to myself, yeah, but you're a racist white asshole. Exactly. So that's how you would view that, you know? Right. So we didn't maybe project that as publicly, but I knew, did hear other people saying that, yeah. and I believe that is what this thing also has in there. Like, excuse me, we would like to be remembered as a part of history because this land is our, our land. land. This land is not no. your, your land, land. Wow. anywhere. No. Right? That is... 
that is kind of, I don't know what's happening, but Josh Harris, the new owner, mm-hmm. in the first press conference being announced as the new owner, Babyface, mm-hmm. remember this guy saved, love him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. saved his franchise. Jim Irsay, yeah. Babyface, because he got the previous owner out. This guy, we got a new guy. Magic sure. Johnson's in here. Josh mm-hmm. Harris is in here. We, we're now a team that people are going to respect and appreciate, and we're going to be good, and it's not always going to be burning down. We love Josh Harris. A fucking parade yeah. for this guy. And then that first press conference, he goes, look at the history. I mean, the tradition of the... <laughs> yeah, so, says it. Yep. No, my like, buddy, are you... Are you allowed to... I don't know. Good with it. I don't know if you're... Are we... I don't think you're allowed... I don't think he cares. I don't think so either. It's no. awesome. But then there's a chance that old Josh Harris knew that this was potentially happening yes. as he was investigating or researching a team that he was potentially about uh-huh. to purchase for six, seven billion dollars. Mm-hmm. So there's maybe a chance that he saw this on the horizon. I will let everybody know that when the Washington Commanders, that was their name, <laughs> right. mm-hmm. played against the Indianapolis Colts yep. in Indianapolis, uh-huh. the Washington football team, that was also their name, had... Okay. A lot of people in the stands. Yeah. A lot. Travel well. Very loud. Great fan base. Every single fan that I saw of that team, they did not have a commander shirt on. No, they didn't. Uh, still football that, team? No, they didn't have the WFT on really? there either. Oh. No, it was the uh, it was throwback Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, in uh, every one of them. I'm talking walk, you see a... A slew of pigs, you yep. know, because they do yep. wear the... Yep. The hog gets. Yeah, the, the whole hog. thing. They're walking through every one of them. I... That ain't... <laughs> okay. That ain't it. They just don't have a merch store out here. Right. You know, this is just the closest game. Yeah. Exactly. That chance. And then you turn the corner and there's a whole other group. You're like, holy shit. Wait any postmans at this game? Uh, it's crazy. Oh, well, no. And it's all just... Unless it was scary Terry McLaurin jerseys. Mm. Right. It was the other... Uh, Josh Harris said it. This happening. Feels like... Yeah. There's a lot of momentum Uh, towards this team being called the Washington. Uh, We're not saying, okay, I was just reading the room. It's not a done deal. It's not a done deal. deal. Yeah, so what happens here? So, like, don't put the car before the horse. Like, right now, there's people on the internet. Say it to to me right now. Oh, yeah. There's people calling me a big old bitch Mm -hmm. for not saying it right (laughs) Right. now. That's what's going on. People are saying that on the internet. Look at this big old bitch. He won't say it. He won't say it. Why don't you say it? Why why, why don't you say it? And it's like, I honestly, I'm only not saying it because like, I assumed, once again, dumbass in a tank top, I assumed that the Native American folks were very pissed about this. Right. I assumed like, hey, our word is similar to you know, mm-hmm. N-word or any other racial slur sure. for any other race of people. That's what I assumed because I think that's kind of how it was painted, right? Yes. Yeah. And that, that was, that was Offensive. Kinda, so then when I wake up and see this, I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I assume they're going to have to get to the bottom of it a little bit more, but all signs are saying they're changing their name, uh, the Washington Commanders with his new ownership. Yep. And I think that's a smart play. Mm-hmm. And it feels like to take one step forward, you got to take – couple decades yeah, yeah, exactly. right. if they do change it back they can't change it they can't be made to change it again because of double jeopardy bingo oh so you're saying i already tried this once mm-hmm. you lost sorry yeah. I've already been- you served your time right yep. okay you were terrible people obviously you did this whole thing now it's back you're good forever yeah, you guys already came at me for this you can't do it again Double Jeopardy. Bring okay. it back. Interesting. I'm very fascinated by it because I thought Native American people hated it. Now, I don't have enough friends in the Native American community. That's what I also mm-hmm. believe. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have friends in a lot of communities. Mm-hmm. Damn near every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a weapon of mine, actually, getting a chance to hear 
why everybody's potentially pissed yeah. about whatever the fuck's going on. <laughs> sure. Like that is a, that is a good weapon to have when you got friends ever. I don't think I have any Native American friends, so I just took that as gospel that that was it because that's what was being reported. NFL team had to change it. Now seemingly not the. I'll be excited to see how that fucking pans out. Yeah, you know what too. I mean? Yep. I'll be excited. Anyways, Ravens are playing against yep. the Washington. The football team that is currently in Washington the district's capital. Yeah. In the worst stadium in the NFL. Right. right. That needs to be renewed. Anyways, Odell Beckham to Lamar Jackson. Dime. Hi. I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson to Odell Beckham. It could be the other way around, too, by the end of the year. Drops one Ooh. in the bucket for him. He gets tackled. The fans see that. They're like, that's not just against Baltimore Ravens corners. This is going to work in the NFL. Mm-hmm. This is going to work during a regular season. Hope gets built during these joint practices, and we also know there's going to be scuffles. So congratulations yeah. to the Washington football teams, commanders teams, uh, and the Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. battling it out this morning. Two fights already. Mark Andrews is in one. Wide receiver and corner got another one. Let's assume four to five more mm-hmm. throughout yep. all yeah. these, and then we'll keep our eyes around the NFL and all these joint practices. One half of the toxic table at Boston Connor is taking on, I believe, the the other half of the toxic table at Ty Schmidt in joint practices right now. Mm. Packers in New England, New England in Green Bay. New England in Green Bay. Yep. Okay, so there's like one hotel there. Remember, it's like an yeah. uh, uh, hour away. Yeah. So New England says, you know what? Most inconvenient place to travel to during the season? We'll go. Let's go for a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go, you know, yeah. Smart. we're comfortable when others are uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but that particular camp's going to get pretty rowdy, right? A lot of things to prove on both sides of the ball there. Yeah, a lot of young guys, too, especially in those positions, like you mentioned, like, uh, although the DBs and corner in the wide receivers are going to get after it, we got a lot of young linemen, a lot of unproven offensive, defensive linemen. I'm so assuming, yeah, that the Packers also... It's going to get ugly. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to yep. get violent. That's a group that fights. Mm-hmm. Like, naturally. Yes. Oh, D line fight. Yep. Yeah. That's actually a part of the position. All you need is just one little extra, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, is that right? What was that? And then everybody in those particular groups is actually judged on not only if they get in the fight, how they perform in the fight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, this is part of your job. That's a big part. So whenever the O line and D line start fighting, normally those ones get pretty. But I will say the bigger fellows understand energy too. Ooh, sure. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not wasting heat. too much energy in this heat. We got to kind of balance it out. But I think with teams that have a lot to prove, that is obviously whenever it gets the most ugly. One half of the hammer. Don Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. You look great. Can't Thank wait you. to dive into some numbers that you've been finding oh. that we can maybe profit and take advantage of because the books might be sleeping. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, a 14-year NFL vet, a man who played corner for the entirety of it, an absolute icon. Pac-Man Jones is here. What, Pac? Pac, obviously, we're talking about uh, NFL, and we're talking about fighting. Yep. So I don't think there is a better human to be joining us mm-hmm. than you. Uh, you were a man that enjoyed mixing it up. You've done some actual fighting in boxing in your post career. Still do that. Didn't was not scared at all to fight somebody for Shaquille fucking O'Neal right. in an airport while carrying mm-hmm. some Popeyes chicken. So like to throw down these joint practices, guaranteed fight every single time, right? And oh. is that why players either love it or hate it? How do you think most players feel about I, it? I think players love it. Um, you know, it's always going to be somebody out there chirping like. When we just seen that You play. would have been the guy. Yeah, that would have been me, the guy. He called the ball. I, I swiped his arm three times. Then he pushed me down. You know, I check him, you know, just a quick check. You know, to let him know I'm there. He yeah. check, probably checked me back, but no, nothing too big for that. Yeah, like, so like— It's it, a normal day. That's what I don't think everybody fully comprehends. To you, that is a normal day. But whenever you talk to somebody that has never been in the football world, 
they're always like, well, that's illegal. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's against the rules. It's like, yeah. bro, these are humans. They're this tired. Joint practice. They're tired as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, this is two weeks of living in hotel or oh, dorms, what? doing these practices, the scheduling, kind of figuring it out. So bodies are sore. People are tired. Jobs are yeah. on the line. Hot as hell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to have the most amount of cooth, you know? No, no. Well, those coaches need to tell them boys to, to keep it tight in between a whistle. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. Yeah, because some of those coaches, they wish they could. Oh, yeah. They Get wish they there. could yeah. fight the other people. And I don't want to say, like, the culture is almost, like, has to have a fight. It is. But it has to. It has. Yeah. If you don't have a fight, fans should be worried about their team. Yeah. Like, that mm-hmm. is a real – if you do not get into a fight with another team somehow throughout the entirety of a practice together, I think you should worry about your team. I think that I think, means when it gets cold, I think when things get a little tough, yep. I don't want to say ipso facto, but – you don't got any fighters. You need some fighters on your yep. team, I think, if you're going to create a winner in the NFL. I'm glad you said that because I was – and I'm glad this came out this morning because last week I was like, where are all the fucking fights at in these joint practices? It was like too – it was too quiet. You know what? I think it was maybe it was the first week of camp or whatever – and everyone was still too I don't happy. know, though. This next generation, they might legitimately just be, like, so intelligent. Uh, yeah. No, the Bengals was popping off. Against we don't have about four or five fights. Yeah, the Bengals against the Packers. And the yeah. Packers, mm-hmm. they got into a real good one. Um, the one we just seen, that was decent. Um, uh, apparently the Bills. <laughs> yep. Bills, Bills had a big, a big one. Yep. I was de- I mean, you know I mean, they still getting it in. We yeah. need helmets off, swinging helmets. Well, yeah, the Browns Giants. That's what I'm looking for. Remember when it was Sterling <laughs> Shepard yeah. versus uh, yeah. DB? That's what we need. Do we have the Ravens fight? Uh, sorry, Mark Andrews fight. There's a dude walking real close to the fight without a helmet, like not dressed. Yeah, do not do that. And, yeah, bingo. That, do not do that. As I was watching the video, I was like, somebody needs to go hold of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't even like paying attention. He was like looking the other way. He starts walking by past this. Mark Andrews, I think a guy gets a pick, and then Mark gets a little I saw pissed. Tucker put his helmet on real quick Boom. in one fight. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, is, that is just like a known thing. And also, you put your helmet on. As you're putting it on, you got to do that violently because on film. He's trying to mix it up. Yeah, yeah, it looks like he's going to try to get in. Here's another fight here from training camp. Mark Andrews, we don't know what happened. We can't see it. He was not happy. This guy ended up with the ball, though. Yep, belly-to-back suplex. Love that. Nothing to see here. I'm walking away. Everybody can fuck off. Not. Somebody said, what'd you just do to my fucking teammate? Mark Andrews in the middle. There's the guy that just walked by with no helmet. That guy needs to relax. People with the Guardians, smart. I like that. I probably would have done the same if I would have been around a training camp practice, a joint one, knowing a fight's coming. But that was a pretty good little scrap. Started with a little WWE, ended with a little pushy shovey. How tall Chase Young is? The slam was really good. He's a big son of a bitch. Yeah, but you know what I noticed from that video is look how big Baltimore is and how small the Washington. uh, You know why he's mad, though? What's that? Because he took him down to the ground. Yeah, and he, yeah. he picked him up. It, it ain't it, low, too. You, you know, we don't go down to the ground. Oh, you're stuff. talking about Andrews was pissed? Yeah. When he hit the oh, ground. that guy just tripped him. Yeah. 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 And then the ball yeah. came out. Wasn't a catch. Fuck you, kid. Yeah. yeah. Boom. This isn't how the NFL does. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I, I, I enjoyed it. He did, he did not appreciate the fact that right. that guy was celebrating something that he tripped me and the ball was mm-hmm. not caught. Mm-hmm. This is okay. I like yeah. that. Mark, let's have some practices like this. You don't hit up. You pull up right here. You make sure he stay up because you don't want nobody to get hurt. Like, that's a bad play by the corner right there. Looked like they was in cover two just then. Being able to cover uh, practice is a big deal in the NFL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Don't go to the ground. You hear oh, a lot yeah. of people say, stay mm-hmm. up, stay up, stay up. You have no idea what can happen on the fall. What? There could be something. Mm-hmm. And then not even on the fall, like the mix-up before the fall. Yeah. yeah. So much shit happens in there. You, could, I seen a guy, I think he pulled his hamstring because legs got twisted and ended up being in like a different place. Obviously, the corner got cut. 
Yes. Immediately. Yeah, right. On the spot. It was uh, it was an immediate see you later. You can't practice. You're out of here. And they tell you that. They tell the, the younger guys, hey, look, we know you guys want to make the team, but you're not going to make the team in here on Monday through Friday. Only way you're going to make the team on here is on Saturday and Sunday. Like, the main thing is to keep everybody up. Like, you might have one period where you thudding, but you still ain't taking nobody down to the ground. Yeah, and then you get these joint practices. And, yeah. It's all hell. This guy seems to have a lot of moxie over here, huh? Mm-hmm. Honey, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need is one guy. Oh, yep. All you need is one guy in a, in a position. So, like, if it's a linebacker, just internally sees the way somebody's operating. Yeah. I don't like the way that guy's going about doing his shit. That's the one. Two plays later, the whole team is yeah, fighting. Get him. Yeah, what happened? How'd we get here? Yeah. I didn't like the way. That guy's a piece yeah. of shit. The way he was standing. <laughs> Did you see what he did to me after? He, I don't like that. So joint practices will bring that. We think it's a good thing. Now, and by good thing, it's like definitely going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to get upset about it. There are people, though, every single year that get really upset about stuff that happened in preseason. But I remember somebody who was supposed to be suspended. Oh, That's yeah. That's right. Aaron Donald. That's right. Yeah. It was Aaron oh, Donald. Yeah. 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 For taking his Ripping that guy's helmet off. Took yeah. his helmet off and Ooh. tried to Miles Garrett him. Yeah. Yeah. And people were like, six, six games, eight games. Get him out of here. Enjoying practice. Yeah. And was like, don't know how to tell you this. Like, uh, that happens. This is actually <laughs> the recipe for a fucking fight. Yeah. So, like, we just have to assume that fights are going to happen. Now, we do not like weapons being used. No. Right? no. Okay. And if there's any folding chairs around any sure. of these joint practices, Please okay, do. I think after the world got a chance to see their yeah. abilities. That's right. Folding chairs. Mm-hmm. Move Very those recently. Yeah. Get those people, things out of there. People that maybe didn't watch <laughs> WWE growing up or whatever, like, there's a chance that people are just learning about these folding chairs and what they're able to do. And uh, we need to keep asses in those yeah. when these fights start happening. Bingo. Because there is a chance that somebody rips somebody's helmet off yep. and hits them in the head with it. That's happened live in-game primetime. Yep. Yep. That has happened certainly in practice. Yep. Aaron Donald was the guy that they almost kicked out, and he said it was just practice. It was football, yeah. bro. So, exactly. What are we even talking about? That five months after. Did you see what that guy did to me? He tried to get my helmet. Yeah. Couldn't. Mm-hmm. I could get his. <laughs> yeah, I win. That's called me winning the rep. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. right. All right, and I'm just trying to finish it. This isn't on Sunday, although more people saw it on the internet than would be watching the game. Yep. It's a fascinating little development that these are just fight factories. Yeah, it's the same way like with Albert Hainsworth, dirty ass, when he uh, <laughs> stepped on the guy's face for the Cowboys. Oh, yep. yeah. What a piece of shit he is. <laughs> <laughs> is that preseason or regular season? Well said, Pack. Preseason. There's been a lot of those types of situations on the field. Uh-huh. We hope none of those happen today. That's right. That's all we hope. Let's move along yeah. to yeah. some other news happening around the NFL. Dalvin Cook. Yes. He's no longer cooking at home without a team. No. Nope. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook is now a New York Jet after signing with them yesterday. Congrats to him. Boy, Eight point some million dollars he will be able to earn this upcoming season. Last week, we chit-chatted with Diana Rossini, who lives in the New Jersey area, has been to training camp. She said that there was maybe a little bit of a disagreement agreement between the New York Jets and Dalvin Cook on the role on the team, especially with Brees Hall seemingly being all the way back. Brees Hall last year, for those that don't know, because the Jets kind of stunk and they didn't really do much going uh, later in the season, Brees Hall is a dog. Brees Hall was a rookie last year and he was remarkable. Every game seemingly having a 70-yard touchdown pulling away. Then offense lineman gets hurt, he gets hurt, the season becomes what it was. But Brees Hall coming back is a massive thing for the New York Jets. 
Jets. So whenever Diana Rossini said that Dalvin Cook and the Jets couldn't agree on a role for him, we all assumed, okay, that means Brees Hall is green flag racing. Mm -hmm. He is wide open. He's going to be all the way back. They believe that. We respect that decision. We like that decision. Mm -hmm. He's going to the Dolphins or he's going to the Colts. Now, signs for eight point some million. Feels like that's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Feels like that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. He's Dalvin Cook, so I assume he's going to get the rock a lot. We don't know what it's going to be role-wise, but if you have Dalvin Cook on your team, you're going to use Dalvin Cook. Yeah. So now you got Brees Hall and well, Dalvin Cook in the backfield. Well, How you doing? Keep it moving. Keep it. You got Garrett Wilson on the outside. How you doing? Keep it moving. You got C.J. Uzama at tight end. Mm -hmm. You got Alan Lazard out there. Mm -hmm. yeah. You got a team full of weapons. If their offensive line can hold up. Yes. Right. What? which Aaron and Nathaniel Hackett will be able to strategize around. We're not the only people realizing that their offensive line sure. isn't great and you need an offensive line to be great in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And maybe they will be great. We have no idea yet because the season hasn't started. But Hackett and Aaron don't want to die. No. no. They know that there's a bad offensive line potentially. You can strategize around that. Let's assume that Aaron and Hack in the offense will be able to figure that out if they have to, yeah. even if it is a little bit of adversity in the front line for the first you know, eight weeks or so. But this team is fucking stacked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the Jets are a destination for people now should make Jets fans excited, everybody else envious. And the thought that Aaron is now going to have the opportunity to build what I think he wanted to build mm -hmm. in Green Bay mm -hmm. in the largest market in the world oh, yep. is a very awesome little chapter for the next football life of the kid out of NorCal. But Dalvin's a weapon, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was hoping he'd be a big weapon. I was hoping he'd be a Colt, but instead, he wanted to well, win. the rich. Yes. Anthony Richardson has been announced starter, and we'll yeah. get into that. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. this yeah. ain't about the Colts. Well, we're talking about a different AR. I think the Dolphins yeah. were hoping for the same thing about Dalvin Cook because he was coming back home. Already went to Florida State one time, didn't go to Miami. Yeah. He's going to come play hometown team. Now nah, he's going to the Jets. Pac Man, what an addition. Even if Brees Hall is good. Having two guys at that position in the modern NFL is a weapon for I, you. I think this is one of the biggest moves for NFL football right now. With the defense being good as they are, you're going to have to put nine in the box now every time. I haven't seen the last time where a defense can play Aaron Rodgers with putting nine fucking people in the box and letting him pick, dark pick, who he want to pick on the whole game. With Dalvin Cook and this uh, and Brees Hall in the backfields, this should be amazing. Um, I'm, I'm eager to see how this go. Um, I, I I expect um, the Jets to be playing the the uh, Bengals for the AFC AFC Championship. Yeah, yeah. I saw you were at training camp the other day. Said they didn't win a Super Bowl. We're going to talk yeah. about that certainly in a little bit. The thought about a packed box though, mm -hmm. and having to be a packed box because even if Dalvin gets hurt, which is possible, it's running yeah. back position, not yeah. easy. Even if Brees gets hurt, possible mm -hmm. running back position, not easy. You'd hope you'd have at least one of them. Yeah. So you never have a superstar drop off. Having a superstar that takes the attention of the defensive coordinator throughout the week is good for having to strategize against what you're going to have on the back end. Now puts a little bit more pressure on that. O-line. Mm -hmm. But you know what makes O-line's life easier? If you establish a run game. Yeah. Because then they can come off the ball and go forward as opposed to having to come back all the time. And I think, I think Aaron and Hack know. I didn't think he do. That Aaron's best moments, Tom Brady's best moments, Peyton Manning's best moments, what? 
pretty much everybody that's ever been good at that position's best moments are when the run game is fucking very good. Yeah. Because this boy right here, oh, buddy. Especially if you can throw it on a dot, linebackers get sucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those linebackers get sucked sucked up. up. Yeah. Because whenever they see that ball, they're like, oh, run, I got to get downhill. Big time Mm -hmm. stuff. They're getting sucked up. Sucked up. All day. Oh, my. Sucked up. Mm -hmm. And then, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. I'm getting sucked. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. And then, boom, you just got a little Uzoma. Yep. Yeah. Right behind there. Bang. You got Cobb. Still got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We assume he's going to get how many third downs? Uh, probably like seven or eight because we've this got. This season. He'll have yeah. 20 catches this year and 18 of them will be yeah. for first downs on third down. And you know what they'll look like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Dude, yeah. Sucked up. Mm-hmm. Bang. Right behind it. It is. I think it's a great move. I'm happy they went and did it. Yeah. Now, they're not the only team assigned to running back yesterday. Hell nope. yeah. Zeke. Formerly of the Dallas Cowboys. One of the faces of the Dallas Cowboys. Got paid a lot of money by the Dallas Cowboys. Now a member of the New England Patriots. Wow. Whoa. Just yesterday, Ezekiel Elliott was announced to be signing for $6 million, up to $6 million, to join the New England Patriots. Now the running back market is what it is. Maybe a little bit more money for Zeke. We all had thought because of how established he is and what type of football player he is. Everybody thinks because Tony Pollard came in and became this electrifying offensive figure for the Dallas Cowboys that Zeke maybe doesn't have it anymore. Mm. Well, Bill Belichick doesn't believe that to be the case. Michael Lombardi came on our show last week, and he said, uh, I believe both those guys know where they're going, mm-hmm. just about yeah, figuring out did. the money. Yeah. As soon as he said that, we thought to ourselves, oh, that means the Patriots probably signing Zeke, yeah. because Lombo's pretty tied in pretty good up in New England, and yep. Zeke has only been tied to New England. They make it official yesterday. What does this mean for you, and why do you think Zeke was so high on Bill Belichick's wish list? Well, I assume he's just so high on him just because he's the greatest coach you know, in the history of the uh, entire planet, uh, I think we can say, across all sports, but also Zeke. You know, he kind of was in that third down back role with the uh, Cowboys, it felt like, after Pollard kind of took that over. And with Ramondre Stevenson and the O-line, they needed help, especially at their number two running back position. But, you know, I I can't emphasize enough. I am very, very happy to have Zeke. But being a fan for a team where at one point this offseason we were favorites to get Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins, I can't act like I'm not just a little <laughs> bit disappointed oh, that whoa. we didn't get whoa. Dalvin Cook. Whoa. Like, I Welcome can't. to the city, whoa. Zeke. I, I can't. <laughs> thought we were getting another guy. We have a running back going into his third year, and he just came off his best season. He had like 1,200 yards. Now, he wasn't good on the goal line is what the percentages what? are saying, apparently. you know He was 24th in the league in goal-to-goal percentages scoring. Zeke was fourth in the league, so he's definitely going to bring a great element, great in pass blocking, too. Uh, But, you know, yeah, it's tough when the division rival gets one of the best running backs in the NFL. Oh, I forgot about that. Zeke Elliott, yeah. You remember, players used to ring chase up to New England. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they got Tom. That's right. Yeah. Now, people are like, how many taxes can I pay to yeah. the state of New Jersey? Exactly. That's right. You know, like when Tom uh-huh. went to Tampa, everybody was like, not only is Tom there, but right. also you got no state income tax. Right. The weather's nice. Beautiful. You're yeah. right there on the bay. Oh, yeah. it is a perfect city. You're going to love it. Yes. Come on down here. Let's get a ring. Let's do that whole thing. Now it's like, Come on up, pay seventy five percent taxes. Okay. Well, it's going to yeah. get a little bit chilly sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. How's the traffic? The worst, yeah, actually. Broadway, though. But plays every night of the week. You're right. Jersey Boys, Rest, restaurants, mm-hmm. Chicago. So many good restaurants. Yeah. 
Now, granted, to get there from where we live, you're going to have to go take two and a half hours into the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, New Jersey has some. Not. Jersey's nice. Jersey's nice. It smells Our terrible, garbage. but it's On nice. the way in, and uh, one particular yeah. highway, yeah. it does right. smell like, uh, yeah. uh, I don't know. A That's can a of like ass, yeah, yeah exactly. and then you just kind of sewage, mm-hmm. just kind of open up a nice can of ass, yes, just right into whatever you're in, sucking yep. up. Poop. But that's just that one part. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not yeah. Jersey's beautiful. Oh, yes, they're gems, absolutely beautiful. But like New York is now the destination for people to go win mm-hmm. a ring. Well, alongside a guy, what's that? I mean, we're we're putting the cart before the horse a little bit. I mean, we're saying that we're gonna have to put nine people in the box against the Packers because. Dalvin Cook, but their O line is terrible. And excuse me, Jets. Their O line isn't good in every yeah, single D line that they're. Right, hold on, hold on. Every right single D line that they're playing is going to be very, very good. The strength of everybody's team in the AFC East on defense is their D line. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like I. Hey, listen. Agree. Hey, do, hey, tell Dalvin Cook that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I'm sure he knows. It's okay. not as if there are easy D lines in the NFC North. Well, kind of there are, but well, it's not as if it was easy not. running the entire time. But with the uh, you don't pack the bucks. Look, you will see number four, the back of his jersey saying, Cook, I'm telling you. I completely agree. You could probably put seven in there. But to say you're going to put nine people in the box against Aaron Rodgers is ridiculous. Like, well, I think he was being happen. a little dramatic. Okay, you sure. Know what I, mean? I think sure. he was probably overselling it a little bit. Absolutely. But, yeah, I, I do believe that the running back being a weapon for them at all times, mm-hmm. you would think they wouldn't both go down. Even the third's really good. Yeah. What's that, Bill? Michael Carter's really good, even if, even if they did. Just – yeah, but like, okay, sounds good. still got a good run game is what you're yeah, saying yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But like, just having those guys, like, if Brees Hall is able to return to form, and I know that's the biggest question, which is weird because Dalvin Cook's so much older and everything like that. But like, if Brees Hall can mimic what he was able to do yeah. easily mm-hmm. in the NFL whenever he entered in there, which is just Cook. Yes. That's all he was doing. It was. Remarkable to watch this young dude just kind of pick it up on it so quickly. Cutbacks, knowing where he's supposed to go, pulling away from motherfuckers, catching the ball out of the backfield. Mm -hmm. It was like this dude was a home run draft pick for the Jets. Then he gets hurt. Like he only did it for one year, like eight games or 10 games or whatever it was. Are we just guaranteeing he's going to do that again? And if he is, and Dalvin Cook's able to mimic what he was just doing a year ago. I mean, here we go. Even if they didn't have Aaron Rodgers, yeah. I think that would be a team you're like, think they could scheme away sure. well, the defense, with these two yeah. running backs well, to win some fucking games, let alone you add in there Aaron Rodgers as well. That's – that. I mean, what the fuck? He was available, right? Could have yeah. been a Colt. Yeah. Free agent. This guy could have been a Colt. Who could have never been a Colt? Aaron Rodgers. And oh, then right. Could this whole thing not have happened in Indianapolis? Like, how many people were thinking about that? How many – you know what I mean? Like, Aaron doesn't want to come to – he, he would love Indianapolis. But, like, well, this is just like when Tom went to Tampa. Mm-hmm. And then Gronk's there. AB's there on the football field. Yep. He's also there off the field mm-hmm. in the house that we were paying for. Yep. Right. Yeah. Fournette. Documented. Yeah, Fournette. Like, people start just going there. I, it feels like the right move is if you can get one of these OGs that's on the move. Mm-hmm. Now you're only going to have a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Rams. That was quick. Yeah, it's very quick. I mean, Tampa, too. Very quick. But they won, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. In their homes. Both of them. But mm-hmm. without, back to back years, without 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 with what they had, they still damn near almost could have made the playoffs last year. Yeah, seven and yeah. nine is that seven and ten. Seven, they were six and three almost made going the into the bye. Yeah, that's crazy. And adding what they just added, 
Here we go, Jets. Hey, good luck, Arthur. Good luck. Good luck to Ezekiel in New England, although it doesn't sound like it's a welcome party. I don't think he's excited at all. No, it is. Like I said, I'm very, very excited. But would you equate Zeke and Dalvin Cook in the last two years? No, not at all. Have they been the same thing? No. So, I mean, there is a little bit of, you know, nice, pumped. Mm, Dalvin Cook, also pretty damn good. Zeke could play O-line, though. (laughs) Your staring gets hurt. That's true. What did everybody say about Dalvin? Nobody said about Dalvin. The Vikings offered him $7 million. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they said. That was uh, leaked somehow. We don't know what's real, what isn't real at this stage of the game, and who's leaking what information. That's what you have to always try to remember. Like, did the Vikings leak this information because they want their fans to say, hey, we tried. Yeah. You know, we made – we're big fans of him as well. We tried. We did this. Or is Dalvin's people leaking that, saying, like, look at the – he got more money. Like, who leaked the information that the Vikings offered him $7 million? He said no and then took 8.6 at New York. That would be an interesting conversation, I guess, to find out on the back end there who did what. But nonetheless, he has a new home. And the Jets seemingly just get better and better. Speaking of getting better and better, this Madden game, right? Yeah, yeah, well, this is not ever come out. So it's coming out soon. The Lux yeah. version came out last night at 8. They had a, a lot of problems right off the bat. Apparently, you could only play uh, quick play. Okay, so the Lux version comes out early. You pay an extra hundo, I heard. Yeah, yeah, 20. Yeah, I guess it's $90. So extra, yeah. Th- yeah, extra, yeah, 30. 20 bucks. Yeah. What's that? So the the regular game, if you're buying it for like PS5, is sixty nine ninety nine. The deluxe one, which you, I think they you get a couple you know additional things with mm-hmm. it. It's ninety nine ninety nine. Bill lied to me earlier. He did. He said it's yeah. an extra hundred bucks. It's not. No. Because um, I thought that's a good idea. Just a hundred bucks, just kind of steal from everybody. Well, but and, but not really let them play the game because that's what it sounds like happened. Right? Yeah. Exactly. All these people paid this extra money to get Madden a little bit early. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They were able to get on, but it wasn't fully finished. They were only able to play quick play, mm-hmm. which the internet told me. What are we doing? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Game got worse. You even let us buy this. Why'd you let us do that? Chad Ochocinco told us. He did. That anything that you don't like about Madden, blame him. Are we assuming the game's going to be much different than what rolled out last night? And when does that roll out than the full version? And why do they do all this for 20 extra bucks from people and kind of let everybody dump on the game last night? See, and I I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing because anytime something like that, like that just means that a shitload of people bought it last night. Like the servers were just bogged down. You know, it's like anytime we have done something new where it's like either we're switching the podcast to a different platform like what always happens we fucking crash the website every single time like it just it, it's what happens when a shitload of people go to it so and it's a good a thing of, and a bad thing exactly yeah. and you weren't prepared so you look amateur exactly but also but also good problem yeah to look how many people probably paid a hundred bucks to get this thing early i think it actually the actual release date like if you look online is Next Tuesday, I think. So it comes out next week. So they've given themselves a week runway to kind of get everything right. But I would imagine, too, that this is the kind of thing, like, they'll have this fixed by today because they are just getting killed and, and, you know, taking it on the shins on the Internet right now. But everybody's expecting to, okay, that's awesome. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there are a couple goals. Score a touchdown, get squatted, Mm because that is what we do. He's dead. Dead. Yeah. Carlin Sutton. Out for the year. Because he got squatted? Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Hey, listen, we've never seen that type of injury happen before where somebody gets actually the Lex Luger torture rack. Yeah, right. That's kind of what happened here. That's they roll into it, too. It's good transition. And this guy. Boom. That's uh, it's uh, like if you did that uh, in a squared ooh. circle, people would be like, that's Whoa. a hell of a, yeah, <laughs> that was a good way to get in there. Yeah, it is. That was actually a pretty good way to get in there. Madden said, we got you. That that torture rack did take people out. It did. So I can see why yeah. Corlin Sutton would be in a little bit yeah. of trouble right Sold there. It. Well. Yeah, it was a good sell. Good mm-hmm. sell on him after a great touchdown. But people are going into Madden looking to hate it, right? Yes, for sure. Almost every year it is, and this year is the not even like let's go in and hate it. It's like this is it. 
If this game isn't good, people are actually. Yeah, but you Madden people said that last year. Yeah, yeah, believe me. And the year before that, right? I'm a Madden chill. I will always buy Madden, but it seems as though the internet has actually put their foot in the sand just because. I like that, by the way. Yeah. I like whenever there comes a time it says, nah. Now, to Ten's point, does feel like we have hit this line a couple times. Yes. but But you guys love football and video games so much love them both more more than anything really but and without 2k no 2k yeah baseball no i mean it, it is interesting madden has to hit this year i think this year is different just because of all the news and stuff that they've been talking about with all, everything they changed so they change the game has been the same for a long time but if they change now you're a pretty good player too people need to know this right you spent a lot of your life in this sport in yes video. i play i've played video games my whole life madden has always been a staple no matter what madden and duty i've been playing since i was Five years old, but the biggest thing Jeez. about this year is they've <laughs> get outside. Fucking I would go outside sometimes, but then a lot of the times, you know, everyone's like, "Hey, let's play hide and seek." I'll search everyone, and then that he wasn't allowed. Everyone's to smoke, gone. He wasn't allowed to smoke cigarettes in the house, so he had to go. Yeah, I understand. Run outside for a little, but but the big thing this year is that they're saying they're changing everything for the better of the game. And if they don't actually do that, then it's going to stink. I do believe there has been some better reviews this morning because the game is working much better. And the franchise mode was the biggest thing that they wanted to change. They've done a lot of stuff to that. That's cool. Like next year, for instance, like if Marvin Harrison Jr. is in the draft, you can actually draft him in the game. And then that guy has the potential to be a 99. So it's not like a uh, career mode. It's like a... Yes. College two NFL mode. Yeah, you running combine with this guy. Uh, you can do like a. Uh, you gotta scout. get a good get off on F forty. Yeah. Yeah. Right, scout bro. What if you? What if you? What if you drop his ass from first round to fifth round? All of a sudden, Marvin Harrison, because your forty time is so goddamn slow. That'd be smart. That would be like. That'd be a good innovation. Yeah, it feels like right. They don't have all that shit. Well, you have to assign scouts. So essentially, you have scouts. You have the whole front office, and you will say, "Okay, we want to put our best scout in the Big Ten. But you guys kind of want this to be like Sims, but from football, right? Yeah, kinda. you would like it to be as realistic, like Grand Theft. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. as realistic. Like let me do as much as possible. A lot of Madden people say. That or Madden players mm-hmm. say that Madden's been lazy, right? Very, very lazy. Now, oh, can't whoa. be titled yeah. lazy when you're a greedy corporate fat guy. Yeah, been right. playing 23 just to figure out like how lazy they are, especially with what, oh, we're what, doing research, doing now. research. I've been playing it for the last month just to figure out what Madden 24. I like that. You, yeah, this seems pretty similar, doesn't it? Oh yeah, I was just playing it yesterday. Bingo. Yeah, I was looking for this actually. This is from this year. Uh, the uh, scrum. I think Hello, that, rugby. Oh, hey, who's on offense? <laughs> I'm the not, Broncos? Not positive, but I think that might be last year. There was a lot of this last year. This is classic, though. This happens every time a video game comes out yeah. on the first yeah. days. Like, there will be a bunch of bugs, and then they'll have to, you know. Pack. That guy's still standing. Ball's way over here, though. Yeah, he doesn't have the ball. The ball is the program, boys. Is the ball, ball is the program. Is that gangbang? Yeah, I'm. Is that Bukaki? Get the ball! In the was that, what did, what did you what say? Is that, is that a Bukaki? <laughs> Bukaki? Was that? Bu- a Bukaki? Isn't that what we talked about with uh, Rap Sheet, where one guy jumps on one side of something and then the other guy gets launched into... Oh, yeah, that's no, a blob. That's something. Oh, yeah. blob. blob. I think well, you're, you're talking Similar. about a lot of blobs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah exactly. Of, tons of blobs. Yeah, a lot of blobs. Is that what you're over. referring to? Yeah, blobs on face. Blobbing everywhere. Like a lot. Yeah, tons. Mm-hmm. bingo. A wild man. Imagine walking into one of those blob parties. Oh, man, I don't know People do that on a regular basis. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. do that. Have I ever met somebody? That's an interesting thing. Oh, yeah. Yes, I sure. mean, I think we were with him kind of recently in uh, California. <laughs> or, uh, excuse me, Nevada on the line. He right. used to, he, you know. Participant he, or? Yeah, kind of both, actually. <laughs> Hosting. Oh, that's awesome. I don't want to dive too deep into this. Sure. Probably 50% of the people that you were in that tournament with. 
Yeah. What? Well, the 50. Oh, yeah, you're right. That golf tournament probably had a lot of bloggers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of rich people out there. Yeah. Hey, is that what we think? They're the ones that are mostly. I don't think a ton of poors are doing it. Uh, you never know. I've, yeah, I've, earn, earn a quick buck. I've seen, yeah. <laughs> Rich people love blobs. I was just exactly. going to say. Oh, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. 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 The wrestler? Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah, but I was talking about other stuff with him the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I'm sure he dabbled oh. in different fields. Yeah, yeah, I have talked to a guy. Yeah. Probably. Certainly. Uh-huh. And to Tony's point, too. I've seen. I think I thought, of, like, yeah, this guy's probably. Yeah. Wow. Kind of cool. Okay, so <laughs> I have. Anyways. That glitch. Can't have it. Can't have it. Can't, can't have it. it in can't the game have it. Can't have no. it. Not in 2023. No, that's the stuff. But I'm excited to see Madden grow. And remember, if it sucks, Ocho Cinco. Yeah. Hash, he yeah. said it. What? Hashtag fuck Chad, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what he said. Yeah. No. So. It's about up right now. It's about up. Probably. Like he's pushing for it. It's about up. Right you guys want the game to be different. Do you guys, like, have ideas to make oh. the game different, I love this. Yeah. Foxy's Every- saying... Listen, we, we have too many problems in society. Mm-hmm. What we need is some answers, right. exactly. some solvers. Right. You guys want to bitch about it or offer up some ideas to make it better? It feels like they actually did listen because all the, like, basically the from the Madden community, the majority of the ideas surrounded franchise mode, and they basically focused on that the most. Also, face of the franchise was something that they really uh, screwed up last year, but it does feel like, at least for me, the biggest thing was in franchise mode, just as the years go on, like players have to get better. I will say the biggest thing I've noticed from playing 23 to these last this ma- last month, they don't know what the salary cap is, so I've been trying to do the salary cap the way where you can pay everybody, but uh, when you kind of increase the bonuses, it doesn't help whatsoever. Oh, which is a big storyline of the NFL right now. Exactly, for the last couple of years. Is the salary cap gymnastics. Yeah, so you're not allowed to do that, which pissed me off, actually. Actually a lot. Hey, you think this program covered that? I think we probably. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, the reporting of it, and we. I feel like we. That was something. I feel like we put our investigative journalism caps. Oh yeah. Now are we journalists? Then go to school for it. I mean, when when called upon. But I'll journal. <laughs> yeah. Do you journal? I do. Every night before bed. Do you? Mm-hmm. That's a good commitment. Yep, yeah, my thoughts. Hack, down. I know you're journaling, and fucking new song comes out every two days. That's right. Yeah. Right. I'm journaling. Hell yeah, we're journalists. Nobody's yes, all day. We investigated that though, because that was a real change and a swing in how teams were constructed. Uh, we're only allowed to pay this so much, but you look at this clause down here, ninety-eight B A seven fourteen. I think we can actually just take that money completely out of this year, give it to the player now. So yep. we'd be heroes, and that person, would be, they're happy, we're happy, and then we can just divvy it up through the duration of the entire contract. So instead of taking the Hundred million dollars in this one year, we can just knock that thing to twenty five a year for the next four. And look what we're doing. We're saving a lot of room. Look what we get seventy five million dollars we just opened up in the cap that we can go spend. And guess what we can do to them? Ho ho, buddy. Pew, pew. Same, Same thing. thing. Same there too. We're doing this again. We're doing this for the entire roster. Now they're gonna say we kick it down the road, we'll have to deal with it later. That seems like all bullshit to me. Because guess what we're doing when we get down the road later? <laughs> We're still kicking, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Until we're dead, mm-hmm. we're just kicking this can forever. And listen to this. They got void. We, re- we had to read down here. They got void years. Yeah. Yep. You can add on to this. What does that mean? They're just fake. So, like, yeah, if you want to make this contract a $100 million signing bonus, make it a 27-year contract. Mm-hmm. 20 years of it, void. Mm-hmm. 
What does that mean? Well, the 20 years like aren't real, but for the purpose of the $100 million divvy bonus thing, very real. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying we're only getting like $4 million against the cap next year? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wow. So we go from $100 million to $4 million with one guy, and there's 20 years of void cost? Bingo. Somebody started doing that. Yes. Yeah. Tampa. I think Kansas City, Veach mm-hmm. started yep. doing this mm-hmm. uh, particular move. Whenever he signed Patrick yeah, to that New very Orleans. long one, mm-hmm. New Orleans Saints did this. Yep. Then the Rams obviously did this. Yep. And teams that started winning Super Bowls off of this idea. Now, to be clear, we were all on board with this uh-huh. loudly because uh-huh. we were trying to get to the bottom of it. How does everybody getting paid right now? How is it? Mm-hmm. This is awesome. This must be something new. It did that can that you kicked down the road. It does end up not being kickable. They're paying for it now. Yeah, Yeah. you really eat some shit, you know. This is the first full cycle of this salary cap gymnastic fuckery that is Mm -hmm. the voided years and the signing bonus thing. And I know Bill and Tom have been doing this for a long time up in New England, but it really started becoming an actual strategy for the team builder. It's like what you can do with it is wild. We, from the very beginning, very excited about it. Yeah. Pumped it heavily. Mm -hmm. Your owner... Doesn't care yeah. about your team. Yeah. If you're not doing this, if, you're, if your GM does not do this, they don't, and then here we are a couple years later, and it's like. It's beating the rules, we're playing within the rules. But then the rules do show up at the front door, mm-hmm. and they have kicked some people right in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like if the player retires or doesn't play good that you're doing this for, right. fucked. Brutal. Brutal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely done. Because the contract, you're still eating that bit. You also got to eat the following if they retire. So that whole thing comes in a much bigger left hook that you kind of delayed for a long time. But I guess you just ripped the Band-Aid off. But you got to start back from the bottom pretty much at scratch. But you're going for it, and you're going to win a Super Bowl. I love that it's kind of now just expected out of teams yeah. mm-hmm. to do it when they need to open some space because not that long ago, it was vastly different. No, I mean, you look at like the Titans with Tannehill, like the year after they went to to the AFC championship or whenever they lost in the playoffs. And he said, you know, like he had to go to therapy and stuff for, for all, you know, cause it was very tough for him to yeah. get over it. Oh. But then they get, rid of, they get rid of AJ Brown. Oh. Oh. Come on. Oh. Come on. He beat it. Yeah. He's he got beat past it. it, which we're very happy. Well, but, but then they get, rid, they get rid of AJ Brown and they're not nearly as good the next two years with him. And every off season they're talking about, Hey, we either need to trade this guy or we need to redo his contract because what we just did to, years ago like we're, we're not in, in the same area like this guy can't take us as deep in the playoffs as we thought he once could and now we're we fucked the rest of the team because of it so does anybody want him can we trade him and and here we are and he's still starting i'm happy i don't have to make those decisions you know yeah because i'm just paying everybody 100 year contract mm-hmm. 98 years void Sorry about yeah. it. Yeah, and somebody's gonna come on and say you're only allowed to do eight year contracts or whatever. It's like okay, same th- yeah, premise. Whenever they're signing some of these people, this is a eight year deal with five voided years. Mm-hmm. It's like that is not an eight year deal, mm-hmm. and I've never heard of a voidable contract. That doesn't even make sense. For so it's not a contract if it's voidable by both sides. That is, yeah. That's not a contract. That's a. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. yeah. About this potentially being in there, but in the NFL, it just became a strategy. So, mad respect. Taysom Hill got like four hundred million dollars. Yeah. Yes, he did. With four avoidable <laughs> years, right. with a contract that could be worth thirteen million, could be worth forty-five million. Yep. Whenever he was potentially going to be quarterback, no longer. Seems like they got their guy down there in Derek Carr. I had a lot of people tell me we were uh, dangling a little bit too much. On Derek Carr. What? Because he had one good drive. Some people are telling me that. Everybody hates everybody. I'm fucking sick of it. I'm, I'm tired of it. 
You know, you don't have to just say something bad about somebody every time. You're not allowed to say anything good about like anybody. Like, if Derek Carr has a good game, like... He had a decent game. He had a good game? Yeah. He gained yeah. 20 pounds of muscle in the offseason. In his arm. Yeah, mm-hmm. all in his arm. We don't know about anywhere else. Thank but you, it's Jesus. Like, hell yeah. I, I think we should celebrate Derek Carr right now. Now, preseason game, so it is what it is. Yeah. And a lot of people saying that after every highlight that we post somewhere. But it's like, Michael Thomas is back. There he is. That's yeah. good news. Derek found him. Derek's on the run. Derek drops off to Kamara. Perfect. Kamara's not going to be there for three weeks, but guess what? He's fresh for 14. Yeah. Yeah. 17-game season. And then this touchdown here, to a spot. How you doing? Ah, Over the guy's head. No coverage could stop that. No. It's a perfect throw. Perfect. Well, I don't know. It was. What do you think? You thought he was okay, Pac? Is that what you just said? I thought he played pretty good. The ball was precise. He had his reads. He went Mm -hmm. from one read, hit the uh, cross, which is his second read. Um, he looked pretty good to me. You can knick-knack and say what you want to say, but if you look at the quarterbacks that played this weekend, he was his grade was probably one of the highest yeah. grades. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. grade, Trey Lance, I think a lot of people can do oh, this. Mm-hmm. That was great. Trey Lance need to play for the whole preseason. Why? Because he hasn't played enough football for us to see him. So you think he just looks like he hasn't played a lot of football? He hasn't. Yeah, we agree. So even in college, you go back, he played one year yep. at O State, right? Then he come to the league. How many games have you played? So 416 reps. Like that's, that's not even a season worth of football. Is that the number, 416? Yes. Pa- that's how many passes he's attempted, yeah. He's 22 years old. We're forgetting that. He was 20 years old. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even allowed to drink a fucking beer when he came in. Yeah, especially I was there. thinking about this the other day. I'm like, God damn, is he ever going to get in? I'm like, oh, let me go back and do my homework. He's a fucking child. Yeah, he's very young. 416 <laughs> pass attempts. Is that the number that yeah. they're yeah. Since 2016. Yep. Pretty the oldest quarterback. And then the next thing he that. said was that um, he said that Drake May in like a two-month period. Yeah. Yeah. Through college, November. Through November had more than 416 pass attempts. I'm mm-hmm. quite sure he's still the youngest uh, quarterback on that, that list. How old is the uh, – Birdie's 23. I just looked. Sam Darnold just turned 26. That's he was, crazy. Dude. He was drafted yeah. at like fucking he, he was years old. Yeah, he was drafted real young too. 17. He's been in yeah. 10 yeah. years. He's yeah. lived 100 different lives. And the interesting thing is they chose to draft him at three overall after trading up there with all this information being done. What just happened there? I uh, got, got muted a for a second, yeah. Was that me? Mid-sentence. Oh, Nick. Nick back there was getting his uh... – hey, Nick worked out. Again? Good boy, Nick. Yes, thanks, thanks. Worried. Sorry about that. I'm a little worried. Where was I headed there when I got muted? Uh, uh, we were talking about when they drafted Sam him. Darnold. Oh yeah, yeah. three. No, when three. they drafted Trey Lance. Oh yeah, three. all this information we're going through right now. They knew that. Oh yeah, yeah. They thought they were going to be able to develop. They had no idea though that there was going to be a guy at the very end there mm-hmm. who just had it all. Yeah. And it's like for the team that they have, he's got to be the guy. Yeah. He just is has the leadership quality that Jimmy G seemed to have. And more experience. Boys are rallying around him. Mm-hmm. Boys are rallying around him. Command. He makes every single throw that you're supposed to make in an offense that, like, hey, just make the throw mm-hmm. you're supposed to make. And then they go on that magical run. It's like his story and fairy tale, this Brock Purdy, yeah. Mr. Irrelevant. This whole thing was getting built. And it's like, how do you even 
have the Trey Lance story happen at the same time. You can't. It's, He's going to have to get traded, I think, mm-hmm. be- because they're not caring about watching Trey Lance for the next two preseason no. games to get reps. They're like, is Sam Darnold going to be our backup if Brock Purdy gets hurt, or is Trey Lance going to be our backup if Brock Purdy? That's all they care about. So it's a tough situation, bro, for a yeah. guy that has next to no football experience. None. And me personally, they already know who they're going with. Mm-hmm. We don't. We, ne- we don't need to see what uh, Purdy and uh, Brock can do. We know what they can do. Trey Lance need to play the whole preseason. And, it, and everybody need to get a look at him for four quarters, put him out there with the starters, let's see can he run with the, good, the, the number ones, and just get an opinion on him for a whole game. That would be Shanahan and Lynch saying, hey, here's an audition pretty yeah. much yeah. for the rest of the NFL to get a chance to see the guy that we traded the future of our franchise for. But I don't know if they're going to view it that way. I think they're going to say Sam Darnold needs to get some reps. Yep. He's going to play. I wonder about Brock. They're talking about Brock being back after that Tommy on surgery early. Have we seen anything out of uh, Brock Purdy? Shanahan said this morning, he said the only way Brock Purdy is in our starter week one is if he melts in practice. Yeah. Okay. So it's like... <laughs> Okay. Done deal. I think yeah. they've seen enough. It, is, it has yeah. been hot. It has yeah. been hot. It has been hot. He's he's almost, there. Like that's gonna be hard to follow up what he did last year, though. Too. I think he's only gonna get better. Me too. I think here is where he's uh, excels. This really is where great. I think he is really, really good. So with more reps, Big yeah, green. full seat, full off season with the number ones. McCaffrey there the whole time. Elijah Mitchell's healthy again. It feels Brandon Brandon Ayuk, excuse me. They're talking about him being the best. Remember receiver last they had. wasn't that last year training camp? Ayuk, yeah. yeah. bingo, yep. Yep. was everywhere, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Highlight, 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 yeah. highlight. Yeah. This is the guy. Uh, I think it was. I don't know who was throwing to him at the time. Maybe Trey. Yeah, it might have been yeah. Trey Lance. Trey Lance's favorite target is yeah. Ayuk. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G's training on another field. Yeah. Purdy's also chip on the shoulder guy. Like, he doesn't need any, you know, like, it's not like he's going to look at last year and be like, oh, I went 7-1. and one. We went to the NFC Championship. I've made it. Like, he still went to Iowa State. They were never that good when he was there. Iowa State. Yeah. He bet on himself. He did they bet did, on uh, himself. Not actually, but he bet on himself, you know. Oh, yeah, but that is the Iowa State. That is yeah. the same, same program team. we're talking about. But then getting picked last Iowa like, State, that is me just shit-talking, okay? Yeah, Literally in the news. Having fun. Okay, I didn't make the news. No. I'm not happy about it either. No. no. And it's not the Cyclone faithful no. that had these kids do this. No. But it is the reality yeah. of your school. Absolutely. This guy's got a fucking gambling problem. Everybody. They do. They do. Don't they? Not a whole lot to do in Ames other than yeah. gamble on, you know, other teams that are in Ames. But when Brock was at Iowa State, they weren't doing that, obviously. His leadership, they're not gambling on games. No. They're not doing anything like that. No. That is what they got going on. Well, he was a dog there, though. He beat Iowa, didn't he? No. I mean, come on. <laughs> of course he didn't. No, he didn't. But he, he was good. I mean, Iowa State, that's the thing. I'm not just saying this as, like, an Iowa guy, like, Iowa State has sucked for so long. Like, you have to go back to, like, when Seneca Wallace was there, like, 20-some years ago. Like, that's the last time they were, like, actually legit. But, like, they, when Matt Campbell got there and then with Brock Purdy, like, they were kind of in that discussion of, hey, if they put together a good year, like, they could compete and maybe go to the Big 12 championship. Now, they never quite made it, you know. I mean, I think, I mean, it is what it is, but. Is he from Iowa? No, he's from Arizona. Arizona chose Iowa State, or is that the only place they? Um... Well, remember he he was he was apparently very good because the whole thing with you know Alabama was recruiting him and he went down there and then Saban was like, hey, you're not accurate enough. We're not offering you. And I, I don't know how he ended up at uh, Iowa State, but Iowa leads the Iowa Cup forty six to twenty three 
in Iowa, Iowa State football games, I do believe, is what this website is telling me right now. Mm-hmm. Congrats to you guys, bro. Let's go. Yeah. But the current Let's win streak, go. if you look down there at the bottom, the Cyclones, what have you done for me lately? Win. Wow. Yeah. Win, win. Sure. Win, win, well, win. Well, guess what? We got them week two this year, so we'll find out you know, very early who, yeah. who's got that win streak going into next year. They're going to be shorthanded. They are going to be. Oh, because all the guys that were gambling? Yeah, yeah starting quarterback guys. being one of them. And they were gambling. And running back. Brock yeah. was there. And D-lineman, I think. Mm-hmm. Current starter uh, was, a back, was Brock's backup when he was betting. Is this the guy that – yeah, because he bet on Brock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how good Brock is. That's right. And we need to – that's one of his – this is a good pivot point out of here. Mm-hmm. Brock's leadership is that behind the scenes everybody believes in him. Yeah. You know, that's a big deal. Strongly. Like Kittle and them talked about, like, there was no, as soon as he got, it was like, hey, here's a guy. This guy has the aura of being a guy. So much of that aura is actually kind of problematic, what we're learning here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because their backup quarterback had one interaction with Brock Purdy. It was like, I'm betting everything this I got. This guy's yeah. unbelievable. Believe too much. How do I, how do I bet on this guy? Mm -hmm. Mom and dad. Is this guy, I thought I was a good football player. I'm a college football player. Yeah. People are built fucking different down guys, here. Yeah. This guy's awesome. I want to bet all my money on this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's potentially when it started. So I guess it's a gift and a curse to have a guy like Brock Purdy. And uh, the Niners certainly got him. If he doesn't melt, he'll be the starter day one. Yeah. Let's you hope that me. doesn't take place. Yeah. Right. Well, Let's get to a break. Hour two will be on the other side with A.J. Hawk. Right. Fresh oh. off of a charity golf outing. Okay. Wow. He was at Brady Quinn's golf outing yesterday. Did he bo- get all boozed up yeah. and crash a golf Damn, cart? For sure. I so. Do we have that photo? We'll have it. We will. Okay. Yeah. Well, do we have the other photo he sent to the group this morning, too? Oh, yeah. He was talking about yeah, he is, an exoneration. Yeah. He is fully so jacked up. Yeah. He's rocked up, too, probably. Yeah, he's super rocked up. Both. Which the guy Well, yes, was, he's been working out. Yeah. yeah. That guy's body fat percentage might be like 2%. Yeah, he's... Well, he measured it every Friday, so he, holds, he could probably tell us. He does oh, yeah. with the general Bob Carpenter. That's right. I wonder yeah, who's... He like that. He eat glass. What's that? He eat glass. He shouldn't have no fat. Yeah, so he actually eats something worse than glass because mm-hmm. glass has like a little sandy taste. Yeah, Some right. Crunch. You know yep. what I mean? Mm-hmm. He d- he just eats. Give me the blandest chicken you got. Yep. And give me the blandest ass rice you exactly. got. Exactly. You know, some rice has a little bit of flavor. I don't want that rice. No, no, no. Give me the shit with no flavor. That's right. Please. You know the base for your meals mm-hmm. that you put stuff on top of to yep. have flavor? Don't put the flavor stuff on. No. None of that. Just the base. The brown rice. And then whenever you see some chicken, it looks like the most boring mm-hmm. fucking chicken walking around the yard. Yeah, I'll take it. Give me that one. Right mm-hmm. now. The dark meat a little bit. No. no. What the hell did you just say? Dry. No. In Ohio? Dry no. breast you could find. Yeah. It's going to be too dry. You might check on it. I'll have water. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Boil it, please. He'll be joining us on the other side. Okay. Guy drank his own urine 12 years. Yeah. yeah. Committed. Every morning, big cup. What did he say? I might actually have to do that now. Live my gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? Mm-hmm. He's definitely tried it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were at a dinner table one not too long ago, and we did talk to somebody who was openly admitting yes. uh, to drinking air and urine really? for uh, semen. Yeah. Portion. What? I think semen got mixed in there, yeah. What? <laughs> that's just, I, I, I believe that's what he like said. Like they peed too soon after Jerk no, no, or no, I think he concoction. was thinking like salt, like yeah. you know, you put yeah. like salt sugar in or yeah. Splenda or something. Yeah, he's talking about adding that. Shoot that was not talking. No, it wasn't. What he was doing there was making a comedic. <laughs> okay. To make the story. Seems a like bit. nope. That's serious. exactly what I heard. Said he, I'd shoot some of my goo into the urine and then I'd mix it up with like a spoon. Who was this? 
He did not hear that. Great no. that's what I, There's a chance, though, that the guy that was saying this was so jocked that we actually thought to ourselves, well, that's the trick. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Because we see on the Insta- Instagram Explore page all sure. these dudes just, like, mm-hmm. strapped. Yeah. I'm like, what the f- Are these guys in the same world I'm in? Like, do they not have pizza as an option ever? Sure. Like, Absolutely not. do they not? What do they do? No. Seven. Turns out we were asking this guy all the questions because mm-hmm. he looked like an Instagram Explore page yep. guy. Mm-hmm. And he was answering all. He... Not what Connor said. No, that's what. But he did. Me. A, he did do a uh, drinking urine phase. I yep. believe. Said it tasted like flat Mountain Dew. Bingo. But he also said something that was putting back in his body. He could feel the this that. Yep. He just didn't sure. stick with it. AJ was in that conversation as well. AJ truly was selling that he had never done it. Right. You know, like very straight. This is right after the ESPYS. This yeah. is one day yeah. after the ESPYS. So pretty fresh. Yep. In a lot of the, and AJ was very like, very sure that he's never yeah. done it. I should try though. Yeah, for the whole time, though, he kept selling that gimmick. Oh, it wasn't yeah. like a moment where he was like, I have done it. Right. So I don't think he's ever actually drank his own urine. So I lied. Well, I got misinformation. Okay. I don't know. That'll happen. Fake this. What are you going to do? Might be true, though. Sound it. Well, most of the things you've been saying today are not true. That's not, that's not true. Yeah. What you just said isn't true. No, no, what you said. What I said, that's not true. is about what you said. Me you want to do politics right now? I'm better human than you are. I'm better human than you are. No, you no. Don't even have to. Don't even have to consider it for a second. No, you put hairspray in your hair right there. I see it. You're fucking killing the ozone. No, that's I, why the global boiling is happening. Yeah. No, I used uh, mousse, mousse, as they call it <laughs> in my hair today. And yeah, I didn't use any hairspray. Oh, uh, where's mousse from? Canada? What you do? Kill them? Jeez. No, mousse. I'm better human than you. You want to take out animals? Look, hope PETA comes in this whole thing. Don't worry. I don't kill the animals, okay? Moose, I believe, is similar to horse glue. They kill the animal, but it's still used for a purpose again. So it's I close like, my eyes whenever they do that at racetracks. You open your eyes. That's why I'm a better human than you. Well, I want to take it in because I want to respect the horses and what they have to go through. That's why I'm a better human than you are. You turn a blind eye. I don't turn a blind eye to terrible things going on. No, you're riding those horses. I'm looking at those horses. That's the difference. I'm a better human than you no, are. No, I'm trying to save the horses, so that makes me a better human than you are. No, you're not saving any of those horses. Then how come I, I can you know stand there and support them after death and buy their moose and glue? I'm better human than you are. I disagree. I'm better human than you are. That's politics, baby. We did it again. Mm -hmm. We did it again. Yep. Good politics talk. Yeah. That's around the corner. Yeah, next year. Pumped. I can't wait for these humans to see our politics talk (laughs) whenever they have to watch us. Mm -hmm. And love it. (laughs) Yeah. Just openly mocking everything they live and die for. Mm -hmm. I'm better human than you. No, I'm better human than you. That is literally what politics is. Yeah, for a a while. Right? Yeah. 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 We want to do this because save world. Mm-hmm. Well, we want, to, mm-hmm. we want to do this because yeah. save world. Mm-hmm. Well, those are two different worlds. Same world. Ha! Mm-hmm. Politics. That's right. AJ Hawk, who loves former president who seemingly just got exonerated. Yeah. That'd be uh, President Underwood. That's yep. right. Frank. From House of Cards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to get his entire thoughts on that. Kevin Spacey, I guess. Completely innocent. Yeah. yeah, which that's upset of the year. Oh yeah, that's upset of the century, maybe. Yeah. Well, I do wonder how this. What's that? Just say some of the Frank Underwood tactics, you know, came into play with, I think, real life Spacey. All right, let's take a break. We're, we're, well, we're that's just what I've seen. That's just what I've seen. The internet said that. Yes, about some of the witnesses. Whoa. Jason, wait. Well, just, I mean, you, I'm sure AJ will have all yes, the information. He will. We, we would have heard. We about also got to talk about all the sports that are taking place. Michael Orr. 
Uh, oh boy. Yikes. I don't like what's what going on there. What the? That's going to get real ugly. Yeah. yeah. That's going to get real loud, real ugly. Don't like negativity in anybody's lives. Obviously, Michael Orr has experienced and felt that. That's why he went into the book. I played on the same senior bowl team as Michael Orr. Every time we played against Michael Orr, I had a conversation with Michael Orr. I'm pulling for Michael Orr. Just like the rest of the world. That's right. Yep. We're all on Michael Orr's side. Absolutely. A lot, of, a lot of people going after Sandra Bullock. I don't think Sandra Bullock knew it was all bullshit. <laughs> I don't think she no, did either. Those, those but made a lot of money off that movie. Yeah, a lot of money. It's a great movie. Won an Oscar. Very popular movie. How in the hell he not know nothing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it worked out. Did I have to read the book? We're going to have to read the book? Yeah, yep. exactly. Uh-huh. We're on Michael Orr's side, though. Yes, we are. Until further notice. Yeah. Probably forever. Yep. Yeah. Unless I don't know why the Chrisleys did that to him. So they got another show coming out too. What from jail? I don't know if there's going to be any jail visits, but I do believe. Oh, so it's the kids. Yes. Yeah, it's the kids, and I assume Todd's popping in from jail. Yeah, I assume. Twenty to left. Wonder how he's doing. He's. We don't. I won't judge. Let's get to a break. We'll be back on the other. Side. I think he's probably doing okay. Yeah. Noodle soup. He's a hustler. Yeah, he's a worker. Playing tennis every day. Steak dinners at night. Nah. Playing catch with Ryan Leaf in there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. What? So small. That's what he said. Yeah. Remember when Ryan Leaf said he, they asked him to play all-time quarterback or something like yeah. that? Yeah. And my immediate thought was like, did you think to yourself, this is going to be the easiest stint of all time? Right. Yeah. And he got upset about it. He yeah. said he didn't do it anymore. Yeah. Well, Chrisley's playing quarterback now. Him and Harry Ruggs have one of the greatest connections in the history. Three of the years? Era. Three years? Three to ten. Yeah. Sad stuff. Let's all do. Let's not do illegal stuff. No, no that's more. coming from a guy who has a mugshot. <laughs> Me too. Another guy has mugshot. We all fuck up. Let's move on. Let's not make the big mistakes, though. That's right. Mm-hmm. And let's get back to the other side of football talk. Hell yeah. Tell me. And that is a former Notre Dame quarterback and NFL quarterback, the ever handsome Brady Quinn. Mm-hmm. He hosted a golf tournament just yesterday that our guest who will be joining us in moments was at, and that is also. The person who's going to be joining us with a golf cart in a pond after getting so boozed up, he crashed it yep. and drowned it. What? The talk table is here at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer, Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. 14-year NFL vet Pac-Man Jones is live in the Thunderdome. And joining us now is this man's brother-in-law. He's also the current president of the state of Ohio. He's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, a Ryder Cup winner. Ladies and gentlemen, COVID survivor, father of 10, A.J. Hall. AJ. AJ. Yes, it's a good picture, Brady. He's... Insanely handsome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Striking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's absurd. It's a little bit uncomfortable that this dude has looked like this seemingly uh-huh. for his entire life, just out of stone. <laughs> yeah. Chiseled. Great touch of grain out there. Great. Great. Yeah. He's matured very well. Classy. Good for him, matured. Brady Quinn. He has matured very well. Absolutely. He has matured in an incredible fashion. Magnificent, some would say. Magnificent maturity of your face yeah. is what some people say about this guy. Was this from yesterday? He was wearing this shirt. How'd the tournament go? Did you crash any golf carts because you got mm-hmm. too boozed up? Uh, no, I did not crash any golf carts. Chopper almost crashed a golf cart with Oz, who was the other gentleman uh, smoking a cig in that picture. He was in the cart that went down 12 years ago. Yeah. So, uh, nothing was crashed. That was from last year, though. We had some, we had some elements yesterday. We started with some heavy rain through the first nine holes, and then it cleared up a bit, and it was nice. Okay, how'd you play? Did you play pretty good? Did you win? Was there a winner? I mean, it's a scramble. So I played with my my other brother Ryan, and then Pistol, my dad. 
none of us, I would say, are absolute sharks on the golf course. We're not, uh, we're not scratch golfers by any means, but we had, uh, Brady gave us a ringer. This kid Davis was an absolute stud, scratch golfer. We shot like 21 under. Of course we didn't win because Jeez. someone turns in like a 30 under. None of us are good. None of us are scratch golfers. This dude Dave. Davis legit did oh, not hit a bad a, shot. He, he, he didn't hit a bad shot. 21 under, huh? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, we all got to, we all made putts. We all, you know, we could use some of my drives, obviously. Yeah, some yeah. of my yeah. drives. 18 of them. Yeah, we're not good golfers, bro. Yeah. We're playing on uh, every single hole is a 370-yard par four. Good news. I can actually drive to the fringe. Davis, are you good around the green? Yeah. Perfect. That's how attacked it. 21 under did not win? No. I mean, it, which is un, unbelievable. I don't know what guys are doing. Who knows what they're putting on. Oh, Ohio, you're oh, saying. Yeah, yeah, it's in Ohio. Mm. Yeah. Same thing within Pittsburgh. We heard there were some people this past weekend that were maybe, you know, using the other side of the uh, the pencil. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Uh, that Phil's thing, right? Yeah. Someone's cheating? At the Phil Maine's Family Classic. Yeah, there was allegedly some people taking a little eraser and having a little, mm. wait, <laughs> didn't we? Mm. A lot of that I heard. You don't say. Because we... Those elements were tough out there. They're brutal. Yeah, we. I think Nick said it. We had the two of the hardest things. Unbelievable heat, just scorching hot, and then terrible rain. I mean, th- th- those are the two worst things you can have. A lot of rain coming, AJ. It feels like this summer of boil is getting cooled off right now, doesn't it? It sounds like Ohio had a bunch yesterday. Yeah, we did. Is that a good thing? Do we need that rain to, oh, yeah. to uh, rain. simmer us rain. down a little bit? Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of reasons, you know, because rain makes corn. And corn makes whiskey, whiskey makes my baby. Whiskey. We always need yeah. rain. Remember? Remember? Mm-hmm. I do remember. You used to always sing that song. Yeah, absolutely. And then I Who's got is it? Who sings that? Who Luke Bryan. What are we even on? You are you? disgusting. It I got is to tough. Sing. It's tough to distinguish, distinguish, especially when it comes to country songs. It is tough to know what? who sings what. Oh, okay. Which generic white is act singing like what? Know. Is that act what you're like saying? You yeah. Act like I'm lying. Yeah, act like I'm lying. Oh, you definitely uh, know all they that. all put ball caps on. We get it. Yeah, okay. It's okay, we hear what you're saying, AJ. <laughs> not what I'm saying. Yeah, it is. Not what I'm saying. Oh, these guys all put their little I ball said caps on. Oh, they're super handsome. They got accents. Oh, sorry, AJ. Sorry, AJ. Jeez, there's Zach Bryan, Zach Bryan. Yeah. There's yeah. a couple different now. Luke Bryan. Bald-ass Morgan Wallen. Uh-huh. Yep. That was weird. You know, and then there's OG yeah. Blake Shelton still selling out arenas whenever he wants to. Right. Tim McGraw kicking the fucking shit out of people in the, in the stands. Yeah. Yep. Who fucking said that? <laughs> thought we were fucking singing. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Back Fri- down. Friday night lights I want to live for the fuck out of this kid, man. <laughs> Who was, uh, what's her name? Uh, Miranda was not happy people were taking photos at her concert. Oh, Listen, you come to my concert, don't yeah. fucking tell anybody. I got about enough for her. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoa, what's wrong, Dig? Uh, what'd she do? I'm what was that, Tony. CMA Fest this year? She sang like fucking six times, okay? You had your time. Get out. <laughs> we're talking about Miranda Lambert, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, uh, and granted, this is Give just me internet. Blake. Internet rumors, the things that happen with Blake and Miranda. Clearly. No, no, no. We're not diving into all that. We don't need to dive into music stuff. Team Blake. Nonetheless, yeah. certainly. Yeah. That's not even. That's not even. I don't know. I do question. not know the backstory there. Yeah, Me neither. Uh, I did, actually. I heard the rumors, <laughs> yeah. but certainly wasn't going to talk about it. But the uh, the whole pictures thing and then people throwing stuff at people's stuff. Wow. Yep. Yeah. I think a lot of the people that are up on stage are on high guard right now about like anything mm-hmm. that is potentially like, hey, remember 
remember, this is my job. Yeah. yeah. There's people that are thinking that. That Miranda Lambert one was tough, though. Yeah. That was a tough one to spin. I don't know. She's Jesus. had a bad night, though, and everybody's going to... Yeah. The Fred, one where Cardi B got hit with the uh, drink and she threw the mic. Yeah, bingo. I think she did it again. She did it twice, yeah. <laughs> I think she Same weekend. Mic. That's a pretty cool little thing. Like, hey, what are you going to be known for? I fucking throw this thing. <laughs> well, how do you sing? I don't anymore. Yeah. That's why this goes. And it hurts. Yeah. You're going to do that. Whole crowd's going to pay for it. Yeah. You know, one person jumps offside. We're all running. Exactly. That's right. One person throws a drink. Guess what? This microphone, done it. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. We don't need that back. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm out of here. Good there, Connor. This oh, kid missed the desk. No, Hold I, desk. Hit, I hit the desk. It's in Lander. Oh, great throw. Great throw. Buckets. <clears throat> so. What we're saying is, let's all be responsible out in public. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And appreciate that you have a crowd. Yeah. That people, you know what I mean? Speaking of crowd, AJ was announced yesterday. Uh, not our start date on ESPN. That's going to be announced relatively soon, though. Okay. Okay, okay awesome. Mm. That decision has been made. Whoa. That's a big one. Pew. Yeah. Let's go. We tried to record a couple commercials for this. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we, we did try. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> they're, not, they're not using it? What happened? I don't know if what we want I mean, they they don't have much, uh, no offense to the people that are very good at what they do in places, but I think we kind of save all that stuff, and uh, I don't know. We tried to, you know, we tried to. <laughs> they, they, they're we not, tried to do, which, huh? It's a tight a commercial to run on ESPN, bro. Thirty seconds. I mean, what are we? How are we supposed to explain what's about know. to happen in thirty seconds? I don't know. That's old school, I guess. That's what TV is. Thirty second ad spots or whatever. It was a tough thing for us to figure out. I'm yeah. gonna say that was a tough task. But it, that announcement's coming soon. And when you see our video, no, really, really. I mean. Too much effort was put into it. A lot of takes. Too much effort was put Mm -hmm. into it for what it was. And that's just how it's going to be for a bit. But when that gets announced, it'll be awesome. And obviously, we will be live on ESPN by the time we get to uh, week two of college football, where we will be live, this particular program, on Friday, live in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. AJ, for the Texas Alabama. I did. I did hear about that. That's a uh, a pretty uh, nice place for college football, huh? It should be a good time, bro. I I mean, yeah, I've never been there. I'm a little bit worried. I'm li- I was a little bit worried about us doing our first like live show streamed with crowd in a place that I don't think any of our statistics tell us <laughs> yeah, is no a idea. good spot for us. <laughs> no clue. What about per capita? I don't think so. I, I do not know if that's really? so I was sure? a little bit worried. I was a little bit worried, you know. Alabama's not high up on the list of states that are listening to this particular program <laughs> on YouTube and everything like that. So, you know, as it kinda added up, it was like I do not want us to be sitting out in front of, you know, that would be very difficult. Yeah, 15. 15 people, six people. I mean, yeah, that yeah. is tough. If yeah. we say, hey, we're going to be there and there's nobody, that's a tough thing. Yes. That'll probably have me never do another live show. I've been with me a long time. Mm-hmm. That probably is a media bit. All right, fuck, never doing yeah. that again. Yeah. <laughs> never doing that again. But we will be simulcasting a la the college football playoff and the national championship at the Texas-Alabama game Saturday night in Tuscaloosa as well. So we'll be there Friday for our show. Then Saturday night will be Texas-Alabama on the sideline, I believe, with microphones again. And then hopefully game – I do. I genuinely do not know. And Kirk Herbstreet, he said 
feels like probably, yeah, but he, he does. doesn't know either. Yeah. Game day might be yeah. there as well. Should be a massive, massive weekend down there, and we cannot wait to kick it off on Friday, AJ. I mean, what other games are going on where game day would go somewhere else? Iowa, we, Iowa State might be. Oh, that's true, Ty. Yeah. That's true. Penn State, West Virginia. True. Well, Duquesne, that, West Virginia. That game's going to suck. That's week three. And it's West Virginia, Duquesne yeah. would be that week. Which that's going to be a never, barn burner. That could know. be. That could be. That's yeah, going to be a close one. I think there's another one. Uh, there's a big one. Week two. Because I saw a couple of people respond to the video. Because Kirk Herbstreit saying yesterday, feels like that's probably mm-hmm. where game day is going to be as well. Made its way around the college, college football. football conversation. Yeah. And I think I saw one particular game other people were talking about on like a very regular basis that could potentially derail it going there. But... Texas with Quinn Ewers, Arch Manning's on the team too. Yeah, Bama trying to establish a QB. Feels like that yeah. would be a game regardless if ESPN had it or another game had it, which I think a lot of people kind of blow out of proportion there too. Everybody thinks just because the way um, rights have kind of gone with college football mm. to different places and what ESPN is, although ESPN has bid, I think, on ESPN has tried to be in, I think, on a lot. What they ended up with was the SEC package right yeah. from CBS. And a lot of people are like, oh, so that's what game day is going to be. Everything I've been told from people that know game day a lot better than I do, it's like, nah, game day is always going to be like whatever the biggest fucking game. Let's go to the biggest fucking game. Doesn't matter. You know, we'll be very appreciative if it's a lot easier, I think, if like another, like however that whole thing works out. But I like to hear that. Yeah. About it, yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. as like the world changes, that would be like a big corpo decision mm-hmm. that would get made and make sense. Why are we bringing our hype train to a game that we're not even going to reap the benefits from? Right, that makes no sense, like business wise, if you just look at it from like this to this. But from what I've been told, it's like we don't care. Yeah, college football is we celebrate college football. For mm-hmm. college. Wow. I love that. I'm a big fan of that, and I think that was really good to hear whenever we were in the entire. You know, process of figuring out where the show is going to go. Yeah, no bias. I mean, it just it is what it is. Like game day is the biggest show in town on yeah. Saturdays. Like it, just, it doesn't matter what other networks. Are hey, popping it's a cool up. thing. This is the is. first thing every that, school wants that. Yeah, legit. Every school wants game day to come. Yeah. Like, and they all show up and show out for game day because it, it's, it's it, they don't get to go everywhere. You know what I mean? So I, I think I think it would be really dope if they can. You know what I mean? Keep going to the big game. Keep yeah. Going. I think so, too. And showcases is the thing. I mean, last year we were in Jackson, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Then we are in Montana. Yeah. You know, like listening to the people that have been around the show the longest, they're like, these are the ones that you'll remember. Yeah. Like, these are, you know what I mean? It's like a cool. I think Do they ever go places, though, where the game is not carried on ESPN? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was literally just saying. They do that actually. Okay. Yeah, like my first game. Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, yeah, Ohio State, Michigan. We went down to yeah, Texas. My first week, Texas was playing on Fox. I yeah. Think. Yep. I think it was Texas, Bama, Texas. Yeah, yeah it was Bama, Texas. Yeah, Bama, Texas. I think that was on Fox. That was like the first week I was on the show last year. Yeah. So it is a okay. very it happens. It doesn't seem to make financial sense, but it's good they do it. I'm glad they do it. Yeah, that's what I said. Like yeah. whenever they mentioned that, I was like, that's thinking like, that's thinking with content in mind. Yes. As opposed to just numbers in mind. Yeah which a lot of people you talk to in this game these days, only talking about numbers, this only helps us, why are we doing that? And that's, a lot of people have made a lot of money doing things that way, but we're a big, like, let's just make good shit, yeah. and then everything else, you know what I mean? Yeah. I care about that more than anything. So to hear them kind of process that and talk about that, I was like, 
I like where your head's at because I think that'll trickle into other decisions mm-hmm. yeah. that are being made as well. You know, like that's a pretty that's a pretty big deal, I think. Yeah, it should. I mean, you would think like it wouldn't even be a question. Like, yeah, hey, we're only going to ESPN games that we're doing. Like, you would think, but that's awesome that they don't. Just, it really is. I never. I, I guess I never really thought about it too much. I know Kirk would sometimes fly from game day to go do other games a lot. It's not always where he's doing the game, but yeah, I like it. Well, just also think about like have to take an entire truck there, even though you would have trucks at another place already because you got to call that game. Right, yeah. So, like, the production truck, the stage, the travel, the right. trucks, everything. Oh. Plus, getting a space. Like, it's not your game. So, like, the the network that has your game has access and rights to a lot of stuff because they got to get shots for the game. So now you also got to find a spot that is game day worthy. Mm-hmm. It's like the amount of work that goes in yeah. to just setting up one game, let alone at another. But they said we'll continue to do it. I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, well, I love everything about it, man. And that's what's crazy, too, is some of the spots that you guys you know, went to last year, you've, like they've never gone. Like the Montana, Montana State, I'm not sure. but That was crazy. Kansas, like yeah. getting that stuff Fargo. to Fargo. those places is absurd. Like, I Tommy, can't... shout out Tommy, the truck driver, and the boys yeah. and ladies over there. Beast. Tommy. App State. Getting to App State in one of those big-ass trucks and moving on, hauling all that. That equipment that's impossible. I got so car sick getting from <laughs> yeah. airport to App State. Yeah, just like we yeah. were going up the mountain, just Ooh. going up, man. Beautiful place though, Gorgeous. beautiful scenery. Once you get there, worth the view. Yeah, mm-hmm. but getting there is a thing. I mean, it's- I, I looked at week two. I don't know what fan base was trying to fucking push their narrative. There's not another game. All right, so w- do we want to? We don't have the information, but this is like one of those things where. People on the internet just break news that they assume is going to happen, and then it probably ends up coming right. And they had the news all along, but mm-hmm. really it was just a guess prediction. Yeah, right. just say per sources, and then you're good. You can say anything after you say that. It's like with all due respect. Mm-hmm. I think with all due respect is done having any weight at all. I think people get pissed off whenever they say that. They should. Um, it's still been played for me. Sources though potentially th- assuming. Yep. Alluding to right. With all due respect. Game day probably going to be sources. Texas. Alabama. You would assume. Yeah, there you go. Could you imagine maybe if something happens week one, two? We're not saying that. No. no. We're just saying you start piecing these dots together. Yeah. Exactly. And then our show's going to be there in time because, oh, let's go. Yes. There we go. That scared me a little bit, but because all the data and analytics say this is not the right, yeah. mm-hmm. this is not the right move, but I'm appreciative of whoever makes the trip. Yeah. What a good time. Imagine if, oh, like, Imagine we have a good amount of people there. Yeah. We will. That Friday show is going to be stupid. Yeah. yeah. Do you, could you imagine if Quinn Ewers might not play and we get to watch, you know, Arch Manning's first game ever as a collegiate athlete? <laughs> His trading cards are getting for like yeah. 100 one, grand. 1.5 million. One po- yeah, whatever the hell it was. Good for him, dude. Yeah. Beast. Hey, what do you what, what do you got from who your it? uncles? Uh, who knows? Who could that be? Yeah. What if it was Peyton? Probably what, Gary V. What, what if it was Peyton or Archie? Like, hey, this is how we got to build the value. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's like Jay Z allegedly for his artists, he used to like buy however many albums so they automatically get to a platinum or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. that everybody thinks mm-hmm. that the album is good. Like, it's, it was a form of marketing mm. by spending your own money on your own albums so that whenever people heard that it got to a certain point it was like oh this got to be good mm-hmm. so then everybody else oh, would kind of buy it not a bad play 
Not a bad play there. That's good business. Speaking of good business, Dalvin Cook has signed a one-year deal with the New York Jets, A.J. Hawk. Aaron Rodgers gets another weapon. Brees Hall cleared off the PUP list today. Back at practice, looks good. Striding out, Sala was happy to see him. He was incredible last year whenever he was healthy for the first half of the season or so. He was a rookie. We should expect that he's going to be great again. And what does the addition of Dalvin Cook do for the New York Jets in your eyes, A.J. Hawk? I mean, th- think of just all the different I- – I'd put both these guys in. There. I'd have a package where they're both in there at the same time yes. together, maybe both in the backfield. Let's motion one out, put them in the slot, do this. I mean, look how good Dalvin Cook is, obviously catching the ball mm-hmm. and right. finding a way to make people miss and run away from the whole defense. So him and Brees Hall together, like even if their O-line takes a little bit to kind of gel and get together and figure everything out, I think these two guys absolutely buy him some time. AJ, I, I mentioned this in the first hour. If they had Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall, and we're assuming Brees Hall is going to be as good as advertised and as he was last year, and we're assuming that Dalvin Cook will be able to be as good as he was just last year, even with a marginal quarterback, no offense, yeah. you would assume that some offensive coordinator could figure out how to be successful with those two great running backs. Like, it might not be what everybody else in the NFL is doing, but somehow you should be able to figure out how to be efficient and good with those two talented guys on the field at the same time. Then you add in this fucking yeah. four-time MVP in there, you know, and then Garrett on the outside. Obviously, you guys know him out of Ohio State. We watch Hard Knocks. There's a new episode tonight, but you see the highlights on the whole thing. Yeah. He looks like he's going to be a dude. Then you see Lazard. He looks like a fucking defensive end yeah. yep. out there. You zom- It's like... Nicole Hardman. This is great. Nicole Hardman. Yeah. I completely forgot about Nicole Hardman. Yeah. They got, like, hey... There's a real, right? I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. Without Aaron Rodgers on the roster, you'd be like, man, this they have some studs all over the place. Offense, and we're not even talking about the defense that much, and their defense can be – they could be great this year. They really could. And I think they'll feed off the offense too. It'll make them – can you imagine as a defense and it's the Jets knowing – let's say the first series of the first game, A-Rod just drives and bounds, boom, boom, score, here we go. Defense gets a turnover. They jump out to an early lead. I know they're playing Buffalo week one. It's going to be tough. But – I just think their defense will feed off of what Aaron brings to that offense. Well, I think offense will feed as well. Could you imagine getting a short yeah. field? Yeah, bingo. Yeah. You, know, you get a short field, like, okay, defense backs them up. They got a punt. They're getting the ball at the 45. Aaron Rodgers getting the ball at the 45. What? Going in with all those. Like, that whole – that's good. You know what I mean? I like the fact that Joe Douglas, too, notices this yeah. and realizes, oh, yeah. like, hey, because $8.6 million, I don't know what we all thought he was going to get paid. I, I guess there's probably a contingency of people that say more – Allegedly, the Vikings offered him seven million, so it's one point six million more than what the Vikings offered. But getting Dalvin for eight point six million, what a move! Yeah. I, I think it's a good deal for Dalvin at this stage of the calendar. Yeah. I think it's a good deal for the Jets. This feels like a win-win-win pack, and it shows Dalvin want to win. He, we already know he's getting two million dollars from the Vikings from when they released him, so he already getting that money this year. So go somewhere where you can win. He said he wanted to win. He went on his tour. And I think this is the place where he thinks he can win. What was his I, trainer talking about? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. Well, you remember his trainer. Leverage. Said. Just leverage, right? Just leverage. Yep. For who? For Dalvin. Saying, ah, you never know. Why? You know, you got to come to the table. If you want him to come to New York, you got to pay us more. Oh, see, I thought the leverage would have been lost on their side because the Jets were like, what the fuck? Why is this? We just gave you a full. <laughs> Breaking. And then news. we got your. 
Well, and didn't the agent give him a nice little pee-pee whack after he said that? Like, hey, shut oh, up. Okay, we're not doing this. This they, is my domain. They did. They deleted that. Yeah. And then Gumpy got him in trouble because Gumpy was like, oh, no, it was on the internet. Yeah, no, he found it. Back. No, I, I saw it. My name's Gumpy. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, is a man who is back in a city in which he dominated as a football player. This time he's not playing. No, no, he's coaching. What? Ladies and gentlemen, the brand new head coach of the Houston Texans, an absolute legend, D'Amico Ryan. Yeah! What's up, guys? What's up, coach? Hey, is that all friends call you coach now? Like immediately upon going to the coaching level, you just become coach to everybody? Or how should I refer to you, coach? Instantly. Everybody calls me coach now. <laughs> okay, I love that, coach. How are the vibes down there in H-Town? Obviously, whenever you guys make the moves that you made on draft night and in the offseason for free agency, there seems to be a nice, positive, refreshing vibe around the Houston Texans in the fan base. Where are you at within the building, establishing culture, all of that shit, coach? Yeah, I mean, first off, man, the city is excited. They're fired up. We're fired up, right, to be here in Houston. Family be back in Houston, so we're pumped. The building is excited. Like, you feel the energy. Every day I come into the building from the first day that I was hired until now, it's just continued to be great energy from everyone in the organization, and we're just continuing to feed off of that. Players are picking up their energy, intensity, and practice, and it's, it's definitely headed in the right way. Hell yeah. Go ahead, AJ. Bigger, I know you've been uh, you've been coaching for a little while now. First time becoming a head coach, is it what you expected? I guess now that you're the guy leading the charge, like is this what you thought it would be? Hey, you always have an idea of how things are going to go. I think for the most part, things have been ran fairly smoothly. I think it all starts with you know the GM having Nick Casario on my side and being able to work in tandem with him. That's really been a, a huge help for me. Right, wouldn't have wanted to go anywhere else. Right, to have a guy with the experience that Nick has had. It's really provided me like a lot of comfort in handling this position and also the coaching staff that I have. You know, we have I have surrounded myself with awesome guys, good guys to work with. It's going well. I think the one thing from the coaching aspect that you, you know, you don't really feel from the coordinator level or coaching level is and having to do a lot of administrative things like scheduling and probably doing a lot more interviews than I had to do before. So it's all of those things when I just want to tell these guys, hey, just let me go coach football and you guys figure out that schedule stuff and I'll get back to that later. Okay, so let's talk about that because obviously yeah. you probably don't have to do a lot of shit like this. So, hey, we appreciate your yep. time. Yeah. Hell yeah. Appreciate your time, coach. I know there's a lot of other stuff that you're going to have to do and you'll be judged upon whether or not your team is able to pull it off or not. Is it? Is it as exigent as everybody makes it out to be coaching in the NFL, just head coaching in the NFL as demanding attention wise, as you could have expected. Is there any preparation that anybody could have told you to be ready for this particular job? Or is it just once you get dropped in there, it's a little bit of a baptism by fire. <laughs> it's definitely baptism by fire. No <laughs> one can prepare you for all the things that come across my desk, like each and every day, like every day is different, which is exciting. That's the exciting part of it. Each day is never the same day. It's never a dull moment. Like, there's always the grind and the work that goes in the ball. But always you have to be on your toes and you have to be on point. Like I was talking to Coach Mike McDaniels the other day. It's just like, man, you always have to be on point and on red and ready to go. 
for any and everything possible that may come across your desk. You're coming out of that incredible coaching tree up there in San Francisco, obviously, yeah. and there's been a lot of success out of that. And the Shanahan kind of tree is blossoming quickly all across and around the NFL. What have you been able to take away from the Niners organization or what have you been able to take away from being the coordinator for the Niners into the Houston building? And how much have you been able to figure out your own lane as well? I think the, the first thing that I think I take from the San Francisco way is, man, it was a proven model that we had a lot of success there, right? We played in, deep into the playoffs multiple years there, was able to, you know, be fortunate enough to go to one Super Bowl. So I seen what it looks like, what a championship culture looks like and how do you build it. Because when I first started in San Francisco and we started off 0-9 and to see where you know, how we improve year after year and to see where that team is now and how how you go through the draft process. How do you acquire talent? Like, man, I learned so many things from John and from Kyle and just how to build it the right way. So I was happy to have, you know, be in an organization that started off rough and it was a new regime and it started off rough, but to see it change in two, three years to see everything change and see the success they're having. And that's kind of, that's, what I'm looking to implement here, not not an 0 and 9 start for sure, but uh, <laughs> definitely looking to <laughs> looking to implement just the winning way. Like, how do you practice? Like, that's one thing that we harped on in, in San Francisco is like deliberate practice every day. Every rep is full speed. It's all game reps. So when you get into the game, you're not worried about turning it up or man, we gotta get hyped for the game. Like in San Fran, those practices. We're competitive each and every day. And we got in a, got into a game, some games we were able to dominate our opponent just because of our preparation. That's a very veteran mindset, though. Mm, you know, like yeah. that is, I think as you get older, you know, there's some older guys that take G-Days every day and they're on the golf cart. I get it. It depends on what places allow and what they don't allow and what each person potentially needs. But as you get older, there's practice reps seemingly become just as important as the game reps to the older guys that can figure it out. You got a lot of young guys, especially yeah. at big time positions. How have the rookies been? Obviously, you guys make that trade to go up for at number three as well. So you got a rook on the offensive side that's going to lead things, CJ. And then obviously, Will on the other side. How are the young guys? And what do you think you need to see out of them this year? A lot feels like, right? I mean, a lot of pressure on the young guys. Yeah, with the young guys, man, they've been as advertised. Like it was important for us to get, you know, both of those guys and we got them. Will and CJ, they've been everything we could ask for. Just the the mindset that these guys have that they want to be great, right? And it starts there. For a, a player to be great, you have to actually want it and you have to want to put the work in to do it. And that's what you see from Will, CJ. Like their work ethic is, man, it's it's off the charts. So I'm very proud of the way these guys work. And with that mindset, they're only going to improve and continue to grow and get better. Young guys coming in, we know it takes time. And those guys, will they'll fit in just fine. With no. I'm happy to have both. CJ threw that pick. Yeah, uh, bad one. It's a bust. See ya. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 what I read on, I read on the internet. I don't uh -huh. know I don't know if you got time for the internet these days as a head coach of an NFL hey. team. We'll keep you updated. CJ Ink will be able to do it. No, through a pick. Man, guess the quarterback never thrown a pick before. No. <laughs> <laughs> not the first preseason game ever against not uh, the first preseason New England. Right. Bill yeah. Belichick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole 
the whole thing is interesting. But I like the way um, CJ seemed to be very comfortable, you know? I, and this sounds like such a little thing, but I know you guys are all looking at it too. Breaking the huddle, the poise, no, like, there was no illegal shifts or snaps before somebody got ready. Like, look like a professional. And then, like, as the game continues to slow down, we're excited to watch him. I guess you would be more pumped to watch him evolve as well because, you know, he's your... Your fucking guy. quarterback. Your mm-hmm. defensive guy, though, he's offensive guy. What's your relationship like? Is that interesting or no? You you try to build up with him. How's it go? Oh yeah, I build. I'm not a I'm not a defensive guy anymore. I'm a <laughs> hell yeah. It's it's all hey head coach man. I'm an offensive guy when we're on offense, and I'm defense when we're on defense. So that's how I rock. And I told the guys that yesterday, like I don't want to build a culture where it's offense defense split. Like hey, I started my career, my football career on the offense. And hey, you want to know the position? Yeah. Center, yeah, so I got really nice. It's really nice. Uh, hey, that's really good nice leverage. Position. You know what I mean? Yep. That's good yeah. leverage. Those big boys are going to be happy to hear that. Though immediately, the offensive yeah. lineman goes, "Oh, this guy knows how fucking miserable we are." <laughs> yeah. He truly gets it. You know, not trying to ruin him. I love that though. It sounds like the right, transition no. going seeming uh, swimmingly over there for you. Yeah, it's, it's going really well, man. I have a really good relationship with the offensive side, right? With CJ, with Davis, you know, all the quarterbacks. Make sure I. You know, communicate with those guys, talking to them in practice. You know, so it's uh, making sure it's I'm the head coach and making sure that they understand that it's not just, oh, he's a defensive head coach. That's so that's what I want to get get out of their minds and let them know that we're all in this thing together. It can be a little split sometimes. And I assume you've heard about that and seen it. I like that you're attacking that from the beginning. Pac-Man has a question for you, coach. What's up, coach? Um, I what's up, Pac? What's up? I had a chance to come to your practice uh, last year in San Fran, the vibe. And um, we talked uh, a good little bit about the culture of, of what you like. Um, my question is, how did how are you in playing your culture um, into the locker room because it wasn't like that the year before. And um, I talked to Jay Joe. Um, he said Jalen Prate, Prate, the DB, is looking pretty good. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think, first off, when it starts with the culture pack, it starts with the, with the guys that you bring in. Right? So that's why it was important to me to add, you know, Jimmy Ward, you know, Sheldon Rankins, uh, Hassan Ridgeway, guys who I've been around before, veteran guys who know what winning looks like, Robert Woods. Like guys who they understand what winning looks like, so you you put those guys in the locker room, and when it comes to the culture, I think it's a it's a daily it's a daily fight to really teach and show these guys on what does practice look like, yeah. right? What are the habits we want to have off the field? How are we attacking the regen with our bodies? Like it's just all encompassing. It's a daily grind to teach guys so that culture change. It just doesn't happen overnight. But adding the right guys to your locker room, the guys change the culture. Yeah. Not just what I say, but it's having those guys. They in are the, the locker culture. Room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? They are the culture. That's what it's about. It's always about the men in the locker room. So adding a guy like Will, right? That's the guy who I want guys to look to. That's what our locker room is going to be made of, and that's how you build it. And uh, when it comes to you know, as J. Joe mentioned, is uh, Jalen Petrie, and he's been outstanding. Right, this guy has he, man, he plays with his hair on fire every day at practice. It's just fun watching him as such a young player, watching him and Jimmy Ward work together in tandem. It's fun to watch. Kind of have to try to slow these guys down out there because they are flying around making plays all over the field. Hey, rather have to say whoa than go. Yeah. Right? Ain't that the old coach? No doubt. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, that's, no doubt. that's it. Yeah, let's go ahead, AJ. Hey. 
Oh, go ahead, coach. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. You can finish. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck me. Literally. Yeah. And no, that's like, and that's why we, we talk about that culture, right? Building, like Petrie, like the way he practices. And I just continue to show clips and practice. I mean, this is what it looks like. Every rep is important to this guy. He's the like every rep. He wants to make every play. He's gonna attack the ball. That's what winning culture looks like. Look at DB showing up, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Joe said he's a dog. You like him? Yeah. I Who's like him. Petrie, we know who he is. Yeah. From Jalen? Yep. From where the hell did he play? Baylor. No. Oh, Baylor. Baylor. Okay. Baylor? Baylor, yeah, he's a rookie last Big year. 12 defense guy. He's the guy setting the standard over there. He's the clip guy. Love that. Hey, hey let's go. I love everything about That's what I heard. That's what I heard right there. I love to hear. Hey, Peachy, let's go, bub. Here we go. I love Going. everything you're about. Go ahead, AJ. Have you uh, kind of figured out exactly what your game day operation is going to be as the head coach now that you're not going to be there calling the defense? I know you brought in Matt Burke as your defensive yeah. coordinator there. How is that going to work? Is it, is it going to be tough not to step in every once in a while or try to really micromanage those situations? I don't like that. It was good having that first run this past week, man, versus the Patriots. And uh, Matt called the defense. Uh, Bobby, of course, handled the offense. Then Frank handled our special team. So when it came to the defensive side, you know, I let Burt called it. He did a great job. And we worked in tandem. So if there were any, you know, conversations or things that came up, any situational uh, football, what type of calls will we go with? Me and him having a conversation on the sideline and working in tandem, and it worked very smoothly, man. I really love working with all our coaches on game. It was a smooth process, and it was fun to see how all of our coaches were communicating, working together, really attacking the game on game day. It was fun to be around. Swarming. <laughs> and that your thing, swarm? That's it. Yeah, that's it, man. Swarm is, is something I started – you know, back in San Fran and the, the swarm mentality, it, it all started with, as we talked about the culture and the type of guys you want to be around, that swarm mentality is just an acronym for I want to build my team with guys who have a special work ethic and a relentless mindset. And that's where the swarm mentality came in. And then, special work ethic and relentless, relentless mindset. Hell yeah. Fuck that's yeah, it, dude. Yeah. Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> So you like yeah. the word, you, you like the word swarm. Let's let's go back to the development of this. Yeah. You like the word swarm, mm-hmm. and then you had to think to yourself, what does swarm mean? What does it? What is it? Mm. What does it mean to me? <laughs> and then you start piecing special work ethic and relentless mindset. Boom. Fucking book it. Send it. Hey, that's genius. That is very. How'd you get to Look. swarm? And you're still. Yeah. Is this going to be in every? <laughs> is this like the Texans motto now? That's what it is for right now, right, Will? I think in, as I build it out, it all starts, like I talked about, with the people you want. And as I start out, that's where we are now. That's what the Texan culture will be about, swarming. Right? And it's attacking everything. Of course, swarm is all-encompassing, but it, to me, it involves teamwork, yeah. right? It's, it involves togetherness, how you attack issues. and pro- It's swarming this thing all together. How are you going to attack a defense or offense? Man, it's those 11 guys out there swarming together on the field. So it's all encompassing for me. Coach, you got a good one there. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they say, like, keep it simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. Bingo. All those things. The coach, there's so much, like, so much coach stuff. That swarm one. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a good one. Keeper. That is a good one. He's hey, I appreciate it, man. Hell, hey, maybe you're supposed to coach. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. you're supposed to coach. You always knew you were going to be a coach? Yeah. <laughs> It, it started out, man, uh, during the lockout year. You guys remember that lockout year of 2000, 2011. I, 
That's where I was. I was doing. I was rehabbing. I tore my Achilles. I was rehabbing during that process. Couldn't be here to work out. So I went back home, Alabama, and I started working with our high school, my old high school, and started coaching those kids through a spring game. And those kids had won in a long time. They had never won. They had won a game in a year or so. And man, I got out there, started working with those kids, and we put together a nice little plan, went out and won a spring game. And to see the excitement on those kids' faces when we won, I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is it. Like, I want to continue this process. Didn't know it would turn into this. <laughs> Didn't know I would be a fucking defensive genius. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that I'd be able to create swarm and motivate the hell out of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't know, but it is, it's a nice little perk, though, isn't it? Nice little perk at the start. It yeah, it is, man. My And it, it all started coaching. It all started with me with just really, man, just want to go back and help younger guys. So I thought I would do it on a high school level. But then it was like, man, if I can get the opportunity to do it in the league, why not? So San Fran, you know, Kyle allowed me to come in. Kyle and Robert Sala allowed me to come in and work with those guys. And I actually learned what coaching was actually about <laughs> that first year. And I understood the grind of coaching and, how I didn't know anything about coaching and I had to figure it out very quickly, but I I just enjoy helping these young men. That's what it's all about for me. See, I think you should have got a head coaching job immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One spring game, right? The head coach, Jeff Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jeff Saturday, just make it. <laughs> uh, we love Jeff. I was yes. happy for him. Yeah. Had to happen. Connor, to uh, that point, though, I think Connor has a question for you. Yeah, Coach, you mentioned some of the stuff you got to do as a head coach with interviews and scheduling and stuff, but sometimes when guys go from, you know, D.C. or O.C. to head coach, they kind of change a little. Recently with Robert Sala, you just mentioned him, that first year in New York, it felt like he wasn't the jovial, you know, Niners D coordinator he was, and it kind of took him a year until his second year in New York where he became what we thought was kind of similar to who he was in San Fran. Have you found it difficult at all going to, you know, the head coach role and still remaining the same, you know, coach type that you were in San Francisco? Obviously, you got to work more with the offense and the team as a whole, but is that difficult at all or has it been so far? You know, it hasn't been different. One thing I told myself throughout this process, becoming a head coach, is I'm going to be me and I'm going to do it my way, right? And I just believe in being positive, energetic every single day. And I want to, I mean, I want my team to feel that from me. So every time I step up in front of those guys, it's high energy. I'm bringing it. When you're on practice, I'm at guys. I'm yelling at guys. I'm, I'm intense out there on the field. That's how I was as a D coordinator, and I'm the same. As a head coach, I'm barking at the offense, the defense. Like, I want guys to play with some intensity and, and passion because that's who I am. So I want our team to exude that person, my personality to show up in our team. Is there music playing in practice? Oh, yeah. We got music playing. We got all, all the guys, you know, provided a song, their favorite song. And so we just run a oh, playlist yes. of just different songs for, with all the guys. All, it's all about the players. And what they want to listen to at practice, so that's what we that's what we listen to. Has there been a song yet where everybody was like, "Who the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> has there been Has there been one of those yet? Are pretty yeah. good. We feel pretty good about the. Yeah. I really, I think they've been too tired to even understand what's being played. <laughs> <laughs> how is it? How is camp? You run a tough camp. Feel like you have to have a tough camp, right? Yeah, you have to have a tough camp, and we have a different element here with the heat, the humidity oh, here in Houston. It's definitely it's it's a beast out here. So our guys, they. They're getting it in, man. Nobody complains. Guys put the work in, so it's it's fun to watch these guys work. You guys joint practicing, and how are those not fights every period? 
<laughs> yeah, it's funny you bring it up. We're actually joint practicing. Our first one will be tomorrow, and uh, and we'll go Wednesday and Thursday versus the Dolphins. So if how is it not a fight? We just let guys know up front, man. We do, we want to actually use these joint practices to get better, oh. right? Going against different schemes, different people. We don't want to waste time and energy fighting because there's nothing nothing to gain from this. So we really want to attack it head on and make sure we get get the opportunity to take advantage of these days and not waste our time. Oh, just don't take me work. down to the ground. I think I ain't going to work. <laughs> don't take me down to the ground. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't, you know, it just, if, if from covering them now, because they're much more prevalent, it feels like, in the NFL now than they were back in the day when I was playing, when you guys started the whole thing, you know what I mean? feels like it's much different. And all it is for us as internet people is just like fight after fight after yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. And then you just start thinking about it. It's like, how is it not a fight? And I, you don't have to say this because you're one of the head coaches in the NFL, but I think me as a fan now, if the Colts have a joint practice for three days with a team, and there's pads, and there isn't a fight. I think, like, as a fan, I'm going to be like, yeah, what the fuck is wrong? Mm. <laughs> what is wrong with our team? Feels like there should be a little bit more somewhere. But if you guys are able to control it, I think it's only going to make the teams better and better. And we love it, Coach. Yeah. Thank you for that speech. Woo. Hey, last question here for you from Ty. Yeah, Coach, obviously you know, like, when you get into the league, the, the goal is to win. And if you don't win, you know, you're not going to be around very long. But when you come into a new situation, you have a whole new regime like you mentioned it, you're going to have a lot of young guys who need to kind of contribute and make an impact early. How do you set realistic expectations within like your your coaching room and also within the team? Yeah, for me, when when you talk about, it, I understand like the the urgency, right, about being in the league and having this position. So I don't take that lightly. And as I come into the situation, man, we are trying to attack every day, everything, every day, like. We are attacking this to win. I know yeah. there are some guys who have to grow and develop, but hey, I like I told the guys too that like we're running out of time. Like it's time to go. Like when it's time to go and compete, line up on Sundays. Like we're going to win games. We're not going to develop talent. Like we're going to win games. That's when you talk to guys on our team, like veterans like Laramie Tunsil, Robert Woods, like Malik Collins, Sheldon Rankins, they're not trying to oh, yeah. develop. Town, like we're trying to go win games. That's what the league is about, and that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to put out there a winning mindset in everything that we do. Coach, I fucking love you, buddy. It sucks though. You got to play the Colts two times a year. It's going to be tough. You know what I mean? I know you guys got to. You're not there anymore. You're right. You're actually right. And so we got a chance. We got a chance. Yeah, you're right, Coach, because that's what teams are worried about in the AFC South. Uh-huh. They still got Pat McAfee up there. Boy, we're fucked. That's, <laughs> what people, that's what they actually thought. I think, though, CJ, this young class of quarterbacks and this young generation of quarterbacks, I think the league is in great hands, Coach. And I know you have to go, but I feel like we're in a great spot. You feel like that with your guy, right? I, I assume every you've been around a lot of great football, and you're going to have to say this, but it, as a fan, it feels like we got a great – Young group of quarterbacks right now in the NFL. Oh, it's fun to see, man. It's time for that next group, right, to come up and to t- take over. And it's fun to see all these di- these young guys coming up, right, different levels of talent. But it's exciting, right? And I think the most exciting part about the new regime of quarterbacks is just the athleticism at the quarterback position. Yeah. Right? And that's what's changing in the league. That's where it's going. No, Not all the typical drop-back quarterbacks, but these guys being able to move and make plays with their feet. It's more exciting for the game, more challenging on defenses, but it's fun to watch. And I'm, I'm fired up for these young guys and opportunity 
to see them change the league is going to be it's going to be a beauty to see. Dude, CJ was able to evade a couple sacks too in that first preseason game. Yep. People forget about that whole thing, ladies and gentlemen. The head coach of the Houston Texans, legend D'Amico Ryan. Thank you, coach. Yeah. Did we do it again? What? We talked to him until one fifty-eight. <laughs> yep. Does he have a meeting? Get hard out. Does he have a meeting? Probably. Is. Mm-hmm. At two o'clock, he's because he have a meeting. The whole team is sitting there waiting for him to walk in the front door. Because then we're so. fucking up the culture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because if he's showing fault. up late to a meeting, he's the head coach. Boy, that has a ripple effect for the rest of his regime. They're probably all he watching probably, in the room. Get there at one thirty. Yeah, he can a minute 36. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. Plus, he knows. This is what you want to do as a Colts fan. I mean, yeah. you're, you're trying to get yeah. in that yeah. yeah. Smart. Stir it up. Yeah. This is like when um, people thought that the Cleveland Browns owner was paying so much money because the rest of the people in the division couldn't pay yes. the yeah. amount of money that he could pay. So we thought it was next level chess that old buddy was paying. Everybody's mad at me for $230 million. Okay, all right, fuck you. You think... <laughs> You think Bengals are going to be able to do that with Joe Burrow? No. Nah. You think Ravens are going to be able to do that with Lamar Jackson? No. Nah. You think Steelers will do that with any other quarterback? Nah. Mm-mm. I just fucking ran the business right out of the division. Whoops. What are we? Right. Sorry. Sorry, I'm playing yeah. up here and you're not. Now the Ravens did. The Bengals will. Right. And that's a complete backfire. Worst contract people are saying yeah. in a long time. But that's what we could have potentially been doing there. Ruining the culture before it even starts. I wasn't trying to do that. But with that being said, I told him. Colts are still a fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> Colts are still yeah. a problem. And he was worried about me. Mm-hmm. Still doing it. Send that invoice to Jim now. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, he looks – he's – early there, he said everything that every head coach that we've ever talked to has said. Mm-hmm. Like all the administrative shit that's starting to come across my desk. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done some of this stuff since I've been married. You think I've yeah. worried about any of this shit yeah. while I'm coaching football my entire life? No. Hey, you need to set up a schedule. Ask my wife. What are you talking about? My wife has everything scheduled. When I'm, when I'm at work at this time, and then when I get home, she has it down. I sleep from this time to this time. Mm-hmm. I get to see the kids for this time, and then I come back into work. What do we even schedule? I haven't seen one of these in years. Somebody's probably supposed to make this and put it in front of me. What are you talking about, me? Well, how much time do you want to have off? Somebody should know that. Oh, that's you. <laughs> The fuck? What? <laughs> Could you imagine getting dropped in there with no preparation? That would be hilarious. I mean, only Jeff 32. Saturday. Yeah, bingo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you imagine all we had to deal with early on? Wow. <laughs> all right, training room has a meeting with you. About what? I'm not, I don't know how to tape their fucking ankles. Well, <laughs> here's the amount of people that have been late to training. What do you want to do to this? What do we normally do? What? Well, it's, I don't know. It's your call. Yeah. So yeah. much. That's at like 6.30 a.m. the first day. That's what he's dealing with. What do we, want to, what, what do we normally? Well, it's, I don't know. It depends. You're the coach. Yeah, it's 7 o'clock. Fucking Max find him. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that what everybody, yeah. is that what I'm supposed to do? Well, nobody really does that because you're kind of viewed as an ass. Well, yeah. Jesus. Uh, all right, half find him. Will we half find him? <laughs> That's... Now it's 6.33. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, the meal that's being served this morning. What <laughs> <Yeah>. the fuck? <laughs> Feed them. I don't know. What are we eating? Everybody eats. Bacon? Sausage? Do we not have a nutritionist? Well, she puts together a plan, you see. We got to actually pick the... Huh? How much downtime in between walkthrough and practice or whatever? I don't know. What the fuck is the normal? <laughs> Figure it out, bro. Two hours? Well, that's not enough time for them to fully recover. Well, people are going to get pissed, though. It's two hours. Yeah. We're going to get three hours. That's way too long. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> 
Does everybody have a fucking answer? What is the six thirty? So much that is not football. Did you hear D'Amico? Yeah. D'Amico said it the exact same way that Chuck Pagano has said it. Yeah. The exact same way I think that Kevin O'Connell said it. Yeah. The exact same way every human that's come on our show that's become a head coach is like, yeah, I get hired because I'm fucking good at coaching ball. And then I sit in a seat and the first 50 things I see every single day, nowhere near mm-hmm. coaching ball. Yeah, not it, it is over here. That's a, that's a crazy adjustment. That's why Bill Belichick able to do that and GM mm-hmm. at the level yeah. that he does yeah. for how long he's been able to do it is like worthy of a praise every time that you fucking think of it, honestly. Well, and that's why his press conferences are the way they are, I think, just because it's like, okay, the one thing that I can just not even think about, yep. just aimlessly just say nothing <laughs> is press conference, and that's where I'm going to take my time. I'm giving the same answer in every one of these conversations. Yep, and so, I'll grunt and mumble. <laughs> Yeah, I got four game plans to figure out for this next game because, remember, we change game plan every fucking quarter. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then also, I got to figure out what roster I'm going to have by next week. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Mac Jones is develop- he's developing? How's the offense this year versus last year? Well, it's obviously a new year. Do you like any of your players? I like everybody the exact same. <laughs> do you? Yeah. And then he's, and then he's back to, all right, who am I picking? exact same. Who am I picking on this team? <laughs> Who's going to be number 50 fucking two on this uh, roster? Yeah. I uh, mean, that's so much shit yeah. to have to deal. How does he and do And you're making, you're making moves all year, too. The yes. roster's not like, hey, it's we're set. No, you're making moves almost every day. I feel like they're always yeah, doing 16 something. 16 players on the practice squad now. Handle them. Yeah. Yep. Also have to negotiate. And I guess lead counsel does the negotiation. But still, you're in in the middle of it all. Yeah, thinking mm-hmm. about somebody else's 52nd best player, like being talked about, and seeing if that best player is better than your 52nd best player. It is not a job like laying brick or the military no. cops. We're not saying that, obviously. Obviously, mm-hmm. not like that at all. But the amount of mental consumption <sighs> that football has to take over if you're at one of those jobs is absurd. Sir. And Bill Belichick has had two of those jobs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yep, for twenty plus years. But now, you don't deal with that until you're the head coach. So you're sh- you're sheltered from a lot of that when you're a position coach and a coordinator. Every 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 answer you could ever get, hey, you got to talk to the head coach about that one. Like whatever comes to you. Um, you're the wide receiver coach, so I'm going to ask you about the wide receivers. How are the wide receivers doing? Well, that's a good question for Bill. the coach. Mm-hmm. That's a good question for the coach. Because, I, you know, I obviously work with them on a lot of things. I think they're doing great. But, honestly, I'm a little biased judgment. You're going to have to ask the head coach. What are you guys doing this week with blah, 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 reps? Uh, I'm obviously not in charge yeah. of that. You're going to have to ask the coach. Yeah. In all of those, you're going to have to ask the coaches. From the other coaches, from the players, from the front office, you're going to have to ask the coaches. That's all just one desk. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good luck out there. Hope you win some games. Go get it. If you don't, you're getting fucking fired. Right away. Same with you and your friends. And joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, is a man that not too long ago Woo. hoisted this. Much bigger, the actual version of this, mm-hmm. but it looked similar yep. to this baby Lordo right here. Right. He's a man who... Has the first C in the history of an entire franchise. Hell yeah. Whoa. When they started a new program, they said, we'll know when our captain arrives. And they did, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When this son of a bitch showed up, they said, this is the guy uh-huh. that is going to lead our team. And in a game clincher, playoff round clincher, he had a hat trick, could have scored four. If he would have scored four, we would have donated $100,000. Mm-hmm. But instead, he led the Golden Knights to a Stanley Cup. And donation of $250,000 is due by us because of this man. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Mark Stoner. Yeah, yeah. Stoner. Stoner, how you hey. doing? How you doing? How you doing, pal? Great. Thanks for the, thanks for a hell of an intro there. Hey, you deserved it. How how is uh how's the off season been? Knowing that you guys hoisted the actual the actual one of these, how's it been? Has it been awesome? Has life changed? Have you felt just a different sense? about you now that you've won this thing that you've desired since you were just a little baby boy skating on frozen ponds? Have you felt a life changer since becoming a Stanley Cup champion, Stoner? Yeah, definitely. Um, be lying if I uh, didn't say my life has changed, but uh, it's been awesome. Uh, we partied uh, pretty good for a little bit, took a break. We've been at each other's weddings lately uh, reminiscing, so it's been great. Oh, my God. Weddings after the cup. Is everybody back? I should have done more research. Are we back? No, I mean, I'm still in Canada right now. Um, no, no, I'm talking couple- about team, team, contracts-wise. Are we all back on oh. the ice together? Well, we unfortunately had to trade Riley Smith. He's in, he's in Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, I uh-oh. forgot. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, I'm a Golden Knights fan. I'm a Golden Knights fan. That's right. A few other guys. Uh, doesn't look uh, Bluegers and... Um, or is he Vancouver? I think there's a few guys that aren't coming back, but we're returning pretty much, uh, pretty much everybody. We're gonna be all right. I love the vibes are high. I love that you guys have gotten married. Um, whenever you think about a two hundred fifty thousand dollar donation, because you guys win Lord Stanley Cup, do you think to yourself, I can't believe that just happened? Uh, just as a throwaway comment, now we're getting a chance to really do something great here. Like I, I was reminded of this within the last week because it was like, hey, Stoner's about ready to come back on, mm-hmm. and they figured out where they're. That was a good. Th- hey, this is a good thing. I'm pumped that we're. I'm very thankful you guys won the Stanley Cup, and we're getting to do this. Have you decided where the money will go and what we're going to do with it? And by the way, would like to let you know next year you guys do it again. Five hundred thousand. Yeah. All right, so this two hundred fifty thousand. Where are we going with it, and why, Stoner? Yeah, I mean, I think when you brought it up, it was kind of so fo- focused and dialed in that uh, you know, kind of went in, not in one ear out the other, but kind of went over my head a little bit. But when we won, um, kind of thought back on it, it as pretty incredible for you guys to do this. Um, no, no, no. Incredible. We ended up deciding to uh, to go with uh, an organization in uh, in Las Vegas uh, called Cure for the Kids. Um, it's a outpatient cancer uh, center. Um, they do, I think, almost 400 patients uh, a week. So um, we've done a lot of stuff uh, uh, with them um, since we've, uh, well, especially since I've been uh, with the team. Um, you know, there's a couple of years where we weren't able to, to visit the, these types of places uh, with the COVID stuff going on. But, um, you know, we, we went back this year and it's a, it's a special place Uh not only for me, but for my teammates, um, our spouses, and the organization. Hell yeah. Hey, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Honored to be a part of it. Go ahead, AJ. Do you, would you say winning the cup, would it, does it give you more motivation to go try to get another one? Or do you think, you, like you hear people talk about like the hangover after a team wins the Super Bowl, or maybe they win a cup, that they may sit back and rest a little bit? Yeah, I mean, the summer's been, been going by pretty quick, but um, – Looking back at all the uh, fun times we had, it just makes me want to do it again. Um, yeah. You know, especially our, our trophy is pretty unique, right? Um, uh, once uh, once that season starts, uh, the only way to see it again is to win it again. So, um, you know, I'll be uh, – I think our team is pretty excited to get going. I, uh, I keep telling people, uh, you know, I had so much fun doing it uh, that I just want to uh, continue to, to, to try and do it again. 
They say you get addicted to that confetti. Yeah. You know, that's that's what they say. Yeah. It happens. Aaron Donald was retired. Yeah. yeah. And he won a Super Bowl. And he's like, well, maybe, maybe we do this one more again. Love it. And Tom Brady, what are you still playing for? He's like, well, you have no idea what that feels yeah. like. Yeah. Yes. As many times as I do. I can't wait to see what you guys do. Pac-Man, obviously, massive fan. is excited to hear what he's hearing. What do you got, brother? Stone First question. Did you play in that championship game with a brokerage? And how many surges have you had to have what? since the game? What happened? Uh, yeah, I unfortunately took a whack in the first period and uh, fr- fractured my uh, fractured my would that be left wrist, I guess, and uh, you know took a few things in between periods to make sure that uh, she was good to go for the the last one because. Uh, I didn't want to keep playing, uh, knowing that, uh, that I did that. So um, it was good to get that done. Had to make sure it was dialed in to lift the trophy too. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking so if we look dog. back, if we look back, absolutely, dog. Yeah. If we look back, it's going to be a lot, lot of he- right hand dominant. Is that what we're? If we look into this, you don't seem to be playing through any injury here in the middle of this. Is it this one here? Different. It's the left. Yeah. Got swollen at it. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that little baby arm. I mean, you need sure, to watch this I one. Sure I, wasn't, I made sure I wasn't feeling much in the wrist during that celebration. Yeah. <laughs> oh, some of the in-between period stuff may potentially mixed in with some other stuff. Love everything about that. Did you, you didn't you talk to us afterwards? Did we talk to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You didn't say yeah. anything. Why did you tell us? Like, yeah, also, hey, buddy's had a and broken wrist, broken fucking wrist, broken arm, a little bit of a run. Uh, you didn't even, you know what? Uh, Good. It wasn't important. Yeah, well, why is important. that? Is the hockey culture though? Yeah. That is, it's not like that anywhere else. You know, like hockey, it feels like in twenty twenty three, with how many eyes are on the data and analytics of health and medicine and everything like that, they're the last one. It's like, yeah, it's a, he's got a lower body. Fucking get over it. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just down there. And then after the season ends, it's like, this guy had uh, actually two broken shins and a fractured femur for like the last month. It's like, what? That's normally something that people would want out there. But you guys, it's just the culture like, yeah, this happens. This is what hockey is. We'll deal with it when we deal with it. Is that just going to be hockey forever, you think? And why do you think your sport's so different than everywhere else? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, you look at the Florida team. I mean, I'm pretty good friends with the Kachucks. Guy, Matthew played game four with a broken sternum, which is one of the crazier things I've ever heard. Uh, clearly a reason why he couldn't play game five. But, mm-hmm. yeah. um, they had to lift him up and put him in his yeah, skates. Out of bed. Right? That was that story? Yeah. yeah, I saw him maybe a week later. The guy looked like the tin man. I felt you know, <laughs> yeah. tough, but um, I don't know. I, I think like most sports, right? Everybody just wants to win. They'll do anything to win, and I think uh, we're no different. No, no, your sport is different. People, yeah. if, if that story yeah. came out about the sternum thing, there'd be lawsuits. Oh, yeah. Law, rules sure. would have to change in our sport. Yep. There'd be people protesting the sport as a whole. For sure. I mean, it's real deal. And hockey is just like still something Glad that is revered and like toughness is appreciated. Like I, we respect that as like kind of. You know, I don't want to feel like we yell at a cloud, but we are kind of like old school people. And hockey feels like it's the only one that has that left. And I, I hope it never changes. And Kachuk Young, right, Matt? Any younger player? Yeah, I think he's probably 25, maybe 26. Yeah, still yeah. still super young. but Yeah, but that's a generation of like, yeah, hey, yeah, I'm yeah. hurt. Everybody yeah. needs to know this. Next one. Splinter, I'm out. I just think weeks. like you never know when you're going to win again, right? You might never win. Sure. So um, while you're there, you got to. 
Got to give it a try. It's a great mentality. I, I wish every sport would go back to it pretty much. Ty, obviously, has lived and died yes. with the Vegas Golden Knights over the last six years. Ty, go ahead, pal. Yeah, I've been an absolute whirlwind, but, uh, God, what, what a season it was, Stoner, so I appreciate that. Um, I'm just curious, going off like that conversation – when you have a, a deep playoff run, what's like up, doggy? Yeah. What's up, doggy? Hey, 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 good, bud. hey, Stanley, sit, sit, <laughs> sit. When you have a deep playoff run like that, and obviously you have the wrist, and then everything that's been going on with your back over the last couple of years, like how long does it take your body to actually get back to somewhere close to a hundred percent before the start of the next season, or is is that something where like you'll never be a hundred percent again? Uh, well, for me, it's, yeah, it's a lot of maintenance, right? But I mean, I, I didn't play for, what was it? Three, well, three months before the playoffs. So when it was over, I was actually kind of you know, disappointed. I was feeling good. I wanted to keep going, but, um, I mean, obviously that's stupid to say cause we, uh, accomplished our goal, but, um, I've missed so much time, uh, these last couple of years that, um, I feel good. I, I wanted to keep, pl- I, I want to keep playing now. So. Uh, a lot of maintenance, but I don't get to lift like I used to. I don't get to work out like I used to, which, um, you know, I, I think he's, everybody gets older. You, you got to uh, kind of more maintain than, than strength train. Yeah, and with where your brain is right now, yeah, you know? <laughs> hey, watching you, I didn't know of your existence that long ago, mm-hmm. so I do apologize for that. Obviously, when Ty would speak about stoner and aces. Yeah. Hey, we got Jackie Aces and Stoner. Uh-huh. I, I knew the name before I knew of you. And then getting to watch you through the playoff run this year, hey, you're a heady player. Oh, pal. yeah. Hey, you're a heady player, pal. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I, no, obviously, got to be a dog because everybody was trying to fight you guys every single series. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to take some shots, and obviously you have a broken wrist. But I feel like right here, pal, is where the old Stoner mm-hmm. – you know, is way, oh, yeah. way ahead of others. You said you want to keep playing. You feel energized. How long are we talking? Are we talking until we're like 50 years old, 60 years old, or what, Stoner? <laughs> oh, I always joke. They're going to have to peel my corpse off the ice to get me out of there. Uh, I want to keep playing till, uh, yeah. till they, they don't let captain. me play any longer. You know? Hell yeah. Uh, I definitely don't... Uh, I definitely don't do it with my feet, that's for sure. I do it more with my brain, so I think... Uh, <laughs> Even if I slow down, it should be all right. Hey, listen, if you ain't winning many races, blue on a blue line, your your brain's going to have to be. <laughs> yeah. Your brain's going to have to be a little bit. And you figured it out. And goddamn, I almost four goals. I forgot about that. Yeah. As I was talking to you, I didn't do enough yeah. research on the entire story. This guy almost got another 100,000 for us for scoring four goals yeah. mm-hmm. in the playoffs. You're an absolute dog, which is why I think Connor has a question for you. Yeah, Stoner, you mentioned uh, some of the weddings you went to. And I believe uh, Kachuk's brother got married. And if, I, if memory serves, me right from the internet i think you were in that wedding with uh brady how was that did the entire kachuk family just give you the cold shoulder and just treat <laughs> you like shit because you stole the cup from matt or was it you know bygones be bygones they're happy for you for winning yeah i mean when i was playing in ottawa brady lived with me when he was uh 19 so that's how that connection started um got great respect for the family so um they're one of the most fun fun families uh out there so we had a pretty uh pretty good time um there's a respect there right if, if we would have lost i would have been happy for him if we would uh i mean i'm happy we won but <laughs> he <laughs> i think uh there's very few people that uh, uh you know the kachucks are okay with winning and, and losing to and i think uh, 
fortunate that I'm one of them. Hell yeah. An honorable loss. You know, yep. that lad Stoner's a good one. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what they said to the Kachuk family. That's right. That's right. Whenever they were driving out of the arena. Mm-hmm. You know, Stoner's a good one. Stoner's, Stoner's a good one. He, he, he'll play through a broken, you know. That's right. Uh-huh. I mean, our boy... Had a broken sternum. Yeah. So, I mean, a little bit different there. That is wild. <laughs> Crazy. Dude, I remember them telling the story of yep. they actually had to like pick his body up yeah. off the ground. And then I think he had a goal or an assist or something. I think he had like a He did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Point. He scored he scored a huge goal. And it's like and yeah, the he, played, he played game most of game three with the broken sternum, and then he came back and played four with the stern, broken sternum again. So he actually played probably over Almost two games. Didn't he have a game winner in there at some point? I think they sent it to OT. Yeah, that's funny. Sent it to OT, yeah. And so in the second game, he knew he had a broken sternum. Yeah. First game, right. you yeah. don't hear It's like, uh-huh. ah, man, uh-huh. something uh, you know. sore. Oh, my God. Oh, There's something know. really wrong going on. Uh, you and, know. And then after the game, yeah. they're like, okay, so here's your x-ray. Mm-hmm. This is really <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Okay. Not good. <laughs> what is going on inside of your body right now is not good. Oh, that's why I can't stand up. I get it. So if somebody lifts my ass into fucking skates, I think I can still play. Yeah. yeah. I think I can still play. I hope no one hits game. me. Yeah. <laughs> NHL should be promoting the shit out of yep. that. <laughs> Listen to the dudes we got in this league, okay? We got guys that you got to actually take a shovel, pick up their broken fucking carcass, yeah. put in the skates, and then they'll just, they'll hockey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they'll just kind of come right back off. What a culture over there. Speaking of culture, I do be- uh, believe the boys like the booze a little. Tone has a question yeah, for Stoner, you. Yeah, speaking of culture, speaking of potentially slowing down, has Wild Bill Carlson slowed down at all? Or is he still getting dragged off of that stage um, after he was given that unbelievable, unbelievable speech? <laughs> to remind people, here is the video, Stoner, just in case you forgot about it. You guys didn't hear me? Yeah. Yeah, you hear me? So, um, this guy... This effing guy. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, we all do. He was here. They won. Yeah. Yeah. Long time. You have been here. They fucking won. I'm gone. <laughs> you guys are so amazing. We played Arizona in the first game, mm-hmm. and we beat the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You were there. And I had no points. I had no points. No points. Tough round. Tough round. But that's okay. <laughs> Because at year one, I was pretty fucking great. <laughs> but it's okay. No you point. Guys Sorry. We're greater. Of course. And it's not about me. We've been uh, oh. on this journey to the cup. Get, get, the most. Yeah. Come on. Pass it to Marcy. Marcy, you got something to say? No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> We've been waiting uh-huh. I gotta for six it. long years yep. for this guy to be MVP. Great intro. Yeah. Yes. He took the road around a little bit. 
All right. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> he did it. He got it. Yep. He did it. It was a long <laughs> intro. We didn't know where he was going a couple different times. Yep. There's a good couple pops out of the crowd. What was the reaction from old Wild Bill, the entire uh-huh. operation? After, like, maybe the next day, Wild Bill go, oh, geez, or that's just standard Wild Bill operation there? Well, the thing was, I they said, Who's, who wants to talk? Who wants to talk? Stoner, you got to talk. Okay, maybe we should get somebody from the original team. And uh, all the guys like, nah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And just randomly, he's like, well, I'll talk. <laughs> 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 Grabs the microphone and God, I don't know where he was going with it, but it was unbelievable. unbelievable. Nobody else wants. It was to legendary. Say it. He had his uh, he had his cup party, I think, in Sweden on uh, on Saturday, and him and his mom were dancing around the cup to Abba, the dancing queen. So he's uh, he's still having a good time. I think he took a little bit of time off after that one. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to look in the mirror. I had to look in the mirror a couple times. You know, like that's going to happen. That's going to take place whenever yeah. you're celebrating Lordo. You got to do what you got to do. How have the parties been with uh, Stanley Cup? Has it made its way back to you? Where is it now? And do you get like, is it like a group text, picture, videos from everybody's celebration? Or how does it work? Yeah, so it started, I think, uh, July 8th um, in Quebec. Uh, Nick Waugh had it. Uh, and then just starts making its rounds. Um those keepers of the cup, they uh, they get to see some uh, some good stuff. I think along the way. Oh yeah, Mike was good here. Yeah, I had mine on July 25th in Winnipeg. Um, you know, did, got to see my child, old childhood rink. Hasn't changed at all. I went to my high school. Um, then just went to my country club there. Had a uh, the members got to see it, and then we just had a huge party um, there with about uh, it was about 80 people. Not not massive, just friends and family and. Uh, um, we tested out uh, its durability to see how much uh, alcohol can be drank out of it. Oh, okay. You guys are boozing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 80 yeah. people boozing on that thing. What, <laughs> are we doing mixed drinks in there? Are we chucking beers? What was the go-to? Um, I think you can get 16, uh, 16 cans of beer in there. So uh, we tested that, tested the limits on that one, mm-hmm. um, and then did some champagne uh, for some other people. And then we had some non-alcoholics in there for the, for the young folk. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say you put weed in there for the non. <laughs> but the uh, I get, I understand. Yeah, for the young kids, of course. Yeah, yeah. for apple, the ki- apple juice. Apple, yeah, 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 absolutely for for sure. Sixteen cans. Anybody doing that ruining the rest of their nights, or is that there's something that's kind of split amongst the boys? That's a that's a split. Uh, we usually see how long uh, how long you can last, but it's it's not very it's not very stable when you're trying to pour out of it. It's a uh, it's a uh, you got to have a, a good steady hand for the guy who's pouring it. You can get. Uh, you get a little messy there if uh, you got somebody who's uh, had a few too many. AJ actually worked out for 37 years. Yeah. So that when uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Jack Johnson won a Stanley Cup, he could pour that. It's his, isn't it? Is it still your profile picture? I believe so, yeah. He felt, hey, you should have seen him, Stoner. He was full flex. Yep. Bang. Mm-hmm. Pow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dumping. I mean, it is a beautiful. How many photos are you allowing people to take photos when things are going down with the Stanley Cup or what's the normal rules? Oh yeah, we had a photographer kind of following the uh, following the night the whole time, and then people were taking pictures, videos. I mean, it's a it's a cool picture to get drinking out of that uh, drinking out of Stanley Cup. Look at AJ. That's oh AJ. yeah, look how sturdy that hand is right there. Mm-hmm. Perfect. 
God, I wish I would have known this before I would have phoned you in for this. Oh, my God, AJ, you've been hired as the Lordo Holder guy? Yeah. Ooh, I'll take it. I would take it. That'd be a great gig. It would be a great gig. All right, we appreciate my buddies, you. My buddies had it wobbling like this, you know. <laughs> Probably got those broken wrists, you know. They ain't stone or tough. Uh, we'll be donating $250,000 in your guys' name to the Cure for the Kids Foundation, right, is the name? Correct, yeah. Hell, yeah. You go back I'm to back. I'm super excited. Hell yeah, you go back to back. We'll go five hundred thousand uh-huh. next year, pal. Ooh. All right, billboard material there. We're gonna put it on the wall. All right, right, let's go do it. You're the man, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Stanley Cup champion, Captain Mark Stoner. Yeah, I love that. That was mm-hmm. a good visual of what his friends look like. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. perfect. Yeah, you know, back when he used to do keg stands, he's like, "Who's grabbing my legs?" And then somebody said, "I got him. You look, you look a little." Mm. Sure. I got some. I got an asshole in me. Mm-hmm. I don't need you dumping me over the top of this thing, embarrassing myself. Mm-hmm. You have to do the same thing with Lordo. Oh yeah, I had Rupper dumping that thing. That's right. Yeah. That's perfect. Rupper's pretty jocked. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Rupper's pretty jocked. He's had it before. AJ, is that the the coolest you've ever looked with full flex? Got to see that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Full flex. I was just holding something. It's not. Oh, a full flex. Come on, yeah. Hawk. Come on, yeah. Hawk. Yeah, it's crazy that you were trying to dump it sideways and yeah. you're like. <laughs> You're like, can we just do it this way? You know what I mean? Can we just let me just dump it this way? And they're yep. like, no, you got to do it. You're like, all right, I guess. You sure? <laughs> I, yeah. you I made him. I made my wife take 700 pictures. Now I scrolled through. Each- nope, nope, don't look good enough. Nope. Laura Angles, Angles, <laughs> Angles, Laura. Stop lighting. Come on, Laura Angles. Uh, all right, what have we not talked about that we need to talk about today? Michael Laura. Mm-hmm. Boom, man. What's going on? With the Michael, I guess we'll find out when the book is officially released. If the book is officially released, I know he's on a book tour right now. Yep. I don't know if it was an excerpt that said, hey, that whole thing's a sham. Or if it was actually people reading the book and getting that story. Nonetheless, think this thing's going to grow. Mm-hmm. It's going to fester. Obviously, Sandra Bullock is being attacked pretty heavily because how damn lovable she was yeah. as that yeah. mom. Perfect. <laughs> as that mom. <laughs> Best actress. For the yeah. entire year, a lot of movies made. Sandra Bullock wins Best Actress for portraying this southern mom who just wanted to take care of Michael Lore <laughs> and give him a bed for the first time in his fucking life. That's right. It's not. We fell in love. We yep. did. Holy shit. What a feel-good story. Tim Damn. I don't think it was real. No. That's what Michael Lore saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, they made a movie about something that wasn't real and people were attacking Sandy for that? But uh, Well, she's getting attacked because I think how good she was in it is what made the movie Sandy what it was. This. We mm-hmm. thought that's how the people actually were. That's why I'm devastated. Me too. I'm not mad at Sandy, though. No, I'm like, no, Sandy feels like she's probably betrayed in this entire yeah, exactly. thing. Yes. She probably sure. met this sweet lady that she portrayed and was like, Oh, aren't you the sweetest soul? Yeah. yeah. Aren't you just the sweetest? <laughs> nice That's boy. how I was being portrayed, right? These were the sweetest people. Sandy, Sandy started, when, when she talked to the original gal, she just instantly had a southern accent because she knew she was going to be speaking with that in the movie. Yeah. Speak yep. to me. Uh, <laughs> call me Sandy, please. Yep. Oh, hi, Sandy. It's an honor to meet you. Can't wait to see my story about Big Mike. Mm-hmm. And Sandy's like, hi, I'm Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> Say Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. Tim McGraw owned three of the nicest Taco Bells that state has ever yep. seen. That's why I forgot. There's people now saying, Oh, like, really? You know, they have money. Obviously, that was a part of the story is they had money. I haven't seen the movie. I never watched the movie. I don't what? know why. I just never, uh-huh. never really motivated. I don't really Mike? like. I don't really like serious football movies. I like Varsity Blues, the program, stuff like that. I appreciate the fact that in hindsight, you're right. Okay, you you didn't support, yeah. you know, something that had yeah. Yeah. 
And now, and now I guess it was it was the right thing to do. I'm on the right side of history. Huh? Way to go, AJ. Go. What a hero. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But no, I'm going to watch it now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see. I need to see what happened. Varsity Blues in the program feels like you only like football movies with boobs. And here we are, and he, he's going to say he's going to watch The Blind Side. I doubt it, Hawk. There's no Have boobs in the program. You're right. I probably nah, won't no, watch there The Blind are. Side. There's, fake there's boobs dongs. in the program? There's no, there's dongs. not. There's yep. fake dongs. There's no program. boobs in the program. There yes, there are. I just watched the program on Saturday night. There are no boobs in it. I mean, oh, Latimer might count. Latimer's got he's yeah. on enough juice. His pecs count, I guess. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah, he did have a good bod. He Anyways, um, whenever we talk about that story now, I don't know what we're supposed to say. It's a fraud. So somebody's going to have to read the book. Yeah, but how? How? How has it gotten this far? Good question. Yeah, he, why didn't he, this happen when the movie came out? The fraud is on both sides. That's what I'm Well, Michael Orr, like, at some point he decided he just didn't want to ruffle any feathers, you think? That's why he didn't say anything? Is that what it is? Mm. Well, it wasn't the whole entire thing. Well, he didn't like the portrayal of himself, so he didn't even watch the movie. Yeah, I knew that early on. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. He didn't like being how he was portrayed. I know that. So he just said, I'm just going to block my life out from this, even though as soon as I introduce myself anywhere, all anybody's going to think is, boom. The amount of times, oh, blindside. Yeah. Oh, love the blindside. Mm -hmm. Has happened to Michael Orr throughout his life. Yeah. And he's well, in the what? NFL a long time, so he's in a lot of times. He, he won a Super Bowl with, the, with them, didn't he? With Baltimore, I believe. Yeah, in uh, 2012, right? When, when he on the, the team? When they played the Niners. Yeah. That's crazy yeah. to think about. Like, and it's coming out now, obviously. I would like to hear the entire trick because the other side is saying, this ain't real. Yeah. He probably didn't know. He's probably learned, like, as the years have gone, he's learned a little bit more and more about what was going on probably. Well, I yeah, think he probably that's what learned he said. that he wasn't getting none of the paper. Yeah. And that's they, where it all started. That's where it started. Where they got, yeah, they got like 2.5% or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Nick said that he alleged that apparently everyone in the family, the two kids and the parents, both got 2.5% uh, of the gross, I think, and like $250,000 up front. It was $500 million, which it, it grossed. Yeah, it made $500 million, and he, and he didn't get a penny from it. So he's just he's just finding this out. I assume he was told to put into an account where or he, he was not monitoring it or whatever. Or he signed his rights away. No, certainly. But I'm saying, how did he not know that he didn't get any of that money right. until how many years are we later? Yeah. He was probably just told, like, hey, this money is in this account for you, just like it is for all of us. And he probably just learned what everybody else got paid I versus what so. he got paid. Yeah. And then that's when he was like, wait a fucking minute. And then he got lawyers looking to it, and they're like, well, actually, they didn't technically adopt you either. You're kind of just put under their conservatorship, which is what happened to Britney Spears. Right. And because that is part of what they said, like, yeah, that family was wealthy beforehand, but they said that they took, uh, like, from the gross that they got from the movie, they bought, like, 171 more fast food franchises and, like, started traveling, like, exclusively on private jets and stuff like that, like, kind of almost shoving it in his face a little bit. And I guess he was playing in the league, so they probably figured, like, oh, well, he's good. It doesn't matter. But The wow. dad uh, spoke Tim out. McGraw? Yeah, it alleges. Not actually, no, Tim John Dewey. Alleges that they were not offered any money and they got no money from the movie. Oh. Yeah, because the way I think I understood it at the time was his story was sold for a book. It was, yeah. yeah. Then the book person sold the story to him for a movie. Correct. Mm -hmm. I thought that's why Michael Orr got bamboozled. Like, hey, somebody agreed to sell my story to a book, and then the book company are the people that got the mm. movie. I, I I think that's how I I could see how I can see how that something like that could definitely happen. Yeah. yeah. So that this though is kind of different, right? This is saying, nah, that ain't the case. These people <laughs> had it. I don't know. We are on Michael Orr's side. Sure. That's right. And that's not the blind side. No. No. Well, that's the right. So side. who's feels like the he was or only the parents' fault? 
could he go after like the the studio and whoever was doing that to try to and keep the kid? you know keep him in the dark and not know I guess how much he should be getting I don't know yeah what did that little kid say he said something about like they're insulted he's insulted or upset about the allegations. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, they have responded. The family is. has responded. He might be upset because the kid who portrayed in him him in the movie is one of the worst and most unlikable movie characters of all time. So he <laughs> might have a bone to pick with with that guy. But I don't know why he's got a bone to pick with the real Michael Orr. The movie did five hundred million. They, well, they yeah, was loved a, him. I think yeah. it was a terrible year for movies. I mean, you should see the other actresses that were nominated for Whoa. Best Actress. What, was it? what else was up? Black know. Black Swan, uh, Julie okay. and Julie, uh, and just a whole bunch of other shit that you've never seen. <laughs> well, that's good timing. I've heard of Julie and Julie. Good Avatar was nominated for Best Picture that year mm-hmm. as well. And it won? No. It did not. Well, one. Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Actually, Good movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. James, James Cameron's, Cameron's ex-wife. ex-wife. Yeah. Bingo. Bingo. Yep. Bingo. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How so, pissed was he? Think how pissed he was. That's oh. like his life's work, Avatar. Hurt Locker, though. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. She's a great, she's a great director. Yeah. 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 Movie's unbelievable. Catherine Bigelow. Yeah. Dude, it's hard to watch that movie, you know? Because just... Bob, come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's all you that. keep saying. Yeah. Chasing the dragon. You did it. You did it. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. You did it. That's all like you keep saying at the inter- You did it. You did good. You did really good. Mm-hmm. And then just can't. Whoa. No way. Nope. Let me nope. put this fucking thing back on. Absolutely. They need me. What a dog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah addicted to it. Like that, that that's the craziest part of that movie. Finished hijack. Good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. I believe I, I don't think I think I could watch the last episode with Idris Elba. Yep. Yeah. Yes. It's only seven. I loved. Episodes. I thought it was great. Loved yes. When did you watch the last one? Like last night. I watched the last one literally last yeah. night. Are we watching this at the maybe same th- time? Yeah. Maybe three days ago. I finished. I, I've been kind of matriculating my way through it. I, I, it surprised <laughs> me. Like, oh, what's this? I like Idris Elba, and then it, it, it hooked me early. Me too. I liked it as well. Can't have another season. Nope. No. Just one time, uh, seven episodes. Here yep. we go. That's mm-hmm. fine. I don't know. That character of old Idris just being like the greatest negotiator of all time. It is sweet. Not a bad character you could probably take. To different situations. But they would have to change the name. Yeah. Yeah, unless he... That's a a one season done. Put on a cruise ship. Yeah. Someone hijacks a cruise ship and he figures it out. Speed to cruise control. Absolutely. A train. Yeah. All of us watching are going to be like, of course, this plane, this this cruise gets hijacked with him here. This guy's luck. You know what I mean? Hey, do it. We died. He was incredible. I don't, I don't think I've watched much of Idris's shit. Oh, but he's awesome, I, man. He's like a. He's done like. He's had like kickboxing matches. He's a DJ. Like that dude is super talented. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, I'm a big fan. Best yeah. friends with he, the Rock. Boys. The is Rock, he? Yeah. Yeah. He did a movie with him. Mm-hmm. They were talking about him being Bond for a little. Yeah. They. Yeah. Is he British? I heard a lot of accents in that hijack. Some good British accents. Are they on strike over there too? No. Oh, so we're about to get all British stuff. BBC makes a lot great of great stuff. Yeah. And I'm not talking about. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? You what tell else? me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> talking about what? It out. what do you got? No jumper, dude? Yeah. What's yeah. going on? I don't have a jumper, no. BBC. British Broadcasting Company. Oh, what's the other one? I don't know what you mean. You're not talking about. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's talking about the British Broadcasting Company. Yeah, but you said not the other BBC. Yeah, no, you got like real. That came you started acting up? real funny yeah. whenever you said real funny whenever you said yeah. that. Yeah. I don't think that came out. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Well, I don't Ooh. know. We don't know. <laughs> Spit it out. 
Let's go. Uh, let's talk about something else. That <laughs> no jumper was good. I don't know if that got enough. Yeah, love it was. It, it, it's it. pretty deep. Pretty deep. Deep cut. Good internetting. <laughs> Just kind of doing my thing. Keep it moving. But we know, Tone, we're yep. adults. Yep. Yeah, you don't do. have to further explain well, what sense. you meant when we're talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. the British broadcasting, which I don't fully understand. Do they, pro- they produce everything out of England? Uh, I think like a lot of like their big shows, yeah, or, or at least are on BBC. It's Is like, it like oh, it's big. It, yeah, it's like PBS, but it's also like the equivalent of like HBO. But our PBS kind of crop right now. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, still alive. very small. Kind of crop. I thought it was done. Yeah, very much. The BBC though, very big. Yes, humongous. Mm-hmm. Still, mm. yeah, Whoa. and sometimes still, <laughs> still crop on the BBC <laughs> at times. Well, I think there's a lot of crop everywhere. And yeah. Got to get out. Let's talk. Um, this kind of this is happening on a very frequent basis. It feels like much more rapidly than I could have predicted. If I was to say, "Hey, we're going to do sports coverage every single day," another NFL running back, uh, ex NFL player, has passed away at a very, very, very young age. Alex Collins, who was an electrifying running uh-huh. back, yes. who obviously we remember his dreads, but we remember him flying around not only for the Seahawks, I think the Vikings and a couple other teams as well. He Died Sunday night, I believe, 10.20 p.m. They're saying he was in a left lane. Somebody was in a right lane or somebody was driving towards him, makes a turn. He ends up hitting the back right passenger side uh, door of this car on his motorcycle, ends up going through the window of the car and then passing away in the back seat pretty much is what ended up happening. Just another reminder about putting life in perspective, like, Hey, anything can fucking happen. Yeah. This guy was beloved by everybody seemingly on the internet. I don't, yeah. Obviously, we didn't talk about him nearly enough in the grand stage of football and everything like that because, mm-hmm. you know, of his career. But, like, incredibly sad. We lost another NFL guy. And another reminder that shit's real out here, okay? Let's be safe. Let's, we can't have more people passing away way too early like Alex Collins just did on Sunday. The NFL world has been doing this type of thing way too much, it seems like, mm-hmm. yeah. as of late. And we need it to stop. Really? Actually need it to stop. So rest in peace to Alex Collins. Uh, to everybody out in Hawaii mm-hmm. battling through yeah. the Maui fire aftermath. Yeah. Nothing but positive T's and P's. I believe... Um, there's numerous ways to help out over there. Mm-hmm. I think as that kind of gets sorted, we will obviously lend a hand there because of how much appreciation we have for the entire state of Hawaii. And then also back in Plum, mm-hmm. where a house exploded, my hometown, our hometown, uh, where five people have been pronounced dead, and numerous other damages have taken place. It's like there's a lot of shit happening around the world right now yeah. in our world that kind of puts things in perspective. Let's remember how lucky we are yeah. to be alive. Let's appreciate and enjoy it as much as we possibly can and also remember like there's real shit out there that can happen so maybe put the petty stuff aside you know the dumb stuff let's go ahead and just remember that it's not really important especially when something massive happens and it kind of gets thrust in our face so let's enjoy this life let's try to and let's keep moving forward Shall we all? Yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for rocking with us today. We can't thank you enough. Big shout out. Big shout out to D'Amico Ryans and yep. Stoner yep. for joining us yep. on this beautiful Stoner. Tuesday. Tonight, Hard Knocks. Can't wait to see how that is portrayed. Mm-hmm. AJ, anything else we should be watching? Uh, I don't know. What do, do they have that one's jet, one Jets drive thing going on, on for the Jets? They were following Aaron. Has that been Aaron as well? I don't know. Is that on their social? I, I'm I, not sure. Like Jets YouTube or something? I, yeah. I saw a preview for it before... 
Hard Knocks. They'd follow, they did like an interview with him when he was out in Tahoe, I believe. And yeah, I thought they were like doing their own little version of Hard Knocks, but I haven't checked their website or their Twitter. I saw the clip. He looks real cool. He was with Miles Teller. Yep. Oh. Is that what you're talking about? That T-Swift? I don't know if he was with Miles, but they were. They interviewed him like sitting down, I think, like on Wednesday in Tahoe after his practice round or whatever. Yeah, and then I think he was golfing with Miles that day. Okay. They were interviewing oh, yeah, him yeah. during that day in that video that I seen. And uh, I thought that was going to be multiple videos, like, hey, we're going to continue to follow the team like this. Yeah, I wonder what the agreement is between the New York Jets social, mm-hmm. yeah, and digital with Hard Knocks, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because I think that one Jets drive is. Uh, I think it's done very well. Yeah. yeah. I think they mm-hmm. invest like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Yep. And they got a lot of access. Oh, yeah, right. smart. Smart to do that. Lions did one last year as well. They should promote Durant Hard Knocks. Uh, one Lions Drive. Yeah, it's called uh, Inside the Den. Ooh. Yeah. They do a really cool. good job. One Jet Drive Episode 2 is out right now or whatever. Okay. Let's make this, AJ. Come on. It's going in. Oh, oh man. It's we don't want that one. It's hard to read. It's hard to get. Well, you're sitting down, too. That's kind of hard to sitting down. Stuff, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of things that we can do, you know, this fall that'll spice up the whole sure. giveaway thing. We get some of those, like, uh, exploding targets. You could throw the ball and boom, they blow up when you hit them. Yeah, yeah or trying to blow up the building. Could, also, could also get one of those uh, nets deal. they put in the corner, like that they used for the Jets at the end of the last episode, and just put them on the wall. Oh, flick of the wrist. Oh, 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 oh. Told you. Good hit. Told you. That was a good hit. Happy birthday, Trey. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I thought there was a chance that uh, – I thought there was a chance I was never going to make that. So that was going to take us to three. <laughs> Here we are. After, the, after one miss, you thought you never going to make it. The universe just told – no, yesterday I had a couple of these too. Well, yeah. that was because – Because what? So what? What is this code he is speaking? I don't know. You guys He's had quite a day. You know why Tone can't even talk anymore. You know why we're scared? This basket. Why? Would he apologize today? Would he be up? Would he? Oh yeah, the any truth. Remorse yeah. today? Yeah. Did you what apologize happened? at all? You haven't. What are we talking about? That's what I thought. Of course. That seventies oh. party looked real cool. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't invite any of the boys. You guys are gonna come. Yeah. Thanks oh, for the yeah. invite. You fucking prick. Okay. Every single you. Sh- I wish I could. I wish I had a recorder when I verbally <laughs> invited everybody in the. The hatred that came to me for even inviting certain people. When, that's not true. I would what? never. I'm not coming. There's no chance. Yeah, right. I'm well, never. That right. does sound like Connor. Oh, I would never say that. I would actually go. I have nothing to do ever. Why wouldn't I be the one? We <laughs> were at Phil's AJ. golf event. Well, yeah, Phil. We didn't know we that. Found though, out about until, that on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, we didn't know about. We didn't know. Come on. What are you even? You talking guys are about? always welcome. I'd love to have you. Okay, so how, what's next year? Many people asked about you, but everybody too. What time? What's the bit next year? We what's the gimmick? Well, actually, yeah. we might be. It might be changed to a different time of year next year. Oh. I'm trying to figure that out. Perfect. Oh, so it's not as hot. Possibly, yeah. Oh. Well, and just different different things. It, it was our twelfth year, so we're always trying to switch okay. things up and change, oh. evolve, make it better, That's make right. it bigger, make make more lives better with this fundraiser, yeah. this yeah. cult thing yeah. we got going. Thank on. you, my address. weekend you after go. the draft. Yeah, is it going to be cold? Is that what you're thinking? Because that's tough football season. We're not going to be able to. Nah, nobody's going to want I don't know. Yeah, end of April. We'll see. End We're always end. brainstorming. What's next year going to be, though? This year was 70s and uh-huh. last I don't know. Year We're, was always, We're always on. Honestly, we're always trying to come up with new themes. 
I would have loved the 70s one. Somebody said alien theme possibly at some Whoa. point. I was like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I guess that would be good. Eric what do you think what? Bobby Carpenter's dressing up as? He's just coming oh, fully gosh. nude. Yeah. I was just going to say. I'm the it. human. <laughs> yep. You know, I'm the. Uh, right. I just got <laughs> probed. I'm the alien from planet Earth. Yeah. You know, I knew there was going to be just other. just got probed. Pain himself. <laughs> How about him put this on a podcast, Ryan? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. God, he's the best. He's the best, dude. What's yeah. oh. on podcast? Oh. <laughs> Hooked on a feeling, playing in the. Did background. you guys do your uh, body fat percentage measurements right, <laughs> right before this party or after? No, we did, we did not. But Bob was coming. He came straight from the Bahamas on a four day birthday week. He had come from. He came back like a little bit early for the event. So I really appreciate Bob coming. He he came and like Bobby is a great hype man for any event you were ever. At, so <laughs> yeah, Bob. You know, it feels like that he only has one speed, and I think that's why I appreciate being around him because mm-hmm. it's like. Hey, this guy's going to bring energy. Yeah, yeah, you know what you're getting from Carpenter. Now, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not with him every single day. I wish I was. I don't know sure. how I would survive with the amount of energy being, you mm-hmm. know, dumped into my life from General Bob. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm around him, I love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fucking love him. It's a weapon. Weapon. This year he's doing top five all yeah. year. I can't yeah. wait yeah. for that. I cannot wait for that, yes. AJ. Top five, it does, like whatever he thinks is top five of just college football or what? Yes. Mm-hmm. Bobby Carpenter's yeah. brain. The general top five. Awesome. Yep. General. What's he going to do with Ohio State? That's the first question I have. Mm-hmm. He has a local radio show mm-hmm. that is Buckeye driven. Yeah. Six to 10 a.m., right? That's four hours of talking to Ohio State, right? Yeah, maybe six to nine now, but yeah, every five days a week. Yeah, every morning. Unreal. <laughs> He's been doing that like 10 years now. <laughs> For real. Those morning show people. Oh. Good on you. Yeah. Dog. Good on you. Hey, what time do you wake yeah. up? 3.45 is first alarm? For what? <laughs> my show's at 6 a.m.? Yeah. Oh, my God. Whoa. Oh, my God. So you got to go to bed at what time? Yeah, about 9, 8 o'clock. Well, how do you watch? Oh, no. He's not doing that. No, nope. Bob will not let. He will not He will not shut a good time down because he has a show or a workout in the morning. He will <laughs> he'll ride that right into it. He, he takes absolute pride in being that person still at age 40 to be able to do that. Well, hey. Yeah. He's, he's different. Yeah. yeah, hats off to him. But yeah, I believe yeah. this is what he would show up as if he was showing up to the alien party. He would just be the human alien. Hey, this is me. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm representing the planet of Earth. Check it out. Remember when this is what we sent out into the sky? Yeah. And we're like, can we not make the dong way bigger? A little right. bit. And then also upper body. Like BBC. Way more jocked. Yeah, a little strapped. Let's go. Let's get the let's let these people know that if you come down here. You got problems potentially. Right. Bingo. Instead, it seems like they're all this big. Yeah. How do they? I think we'll be able to just. It's got to be some big ones out there, right? It's got to be some big aliens out there. The one in Vegas allegedly was freaking huge. Yeah. Oh, the one that was hiding behind the forklift. No, not that. That that wasn't real. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, that get disproved? Did they? Did they say that was a fraud? Somebody gave me an answer. Forget who I was talking to. Maybe my brother. Yeah, I was talking to my brother. He had one of the greatest answers I've heard in a long time. Okay. I said, Jay, what do you think about all this fucking alien shit that's happening? He goes, so they get all the way here, and then they just crash in the middle of the desert? That's what we're thinking? They're able to get, what, millions of miles is what they say. And then all of a sudden, oh, planet Earth, too scary. Oh, we crash into (laughs) planet Earth. Mm -hmm. There's like billions of things Mm -hmm. that they could have hit on their way here through space trash and junk and who knows what else. But then they get close to planet Earth and boom, we're down. He was like, you think that's what happens for real? I'm like, Jay, maybe. (laughs) We're fucking real deal. They 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 don't know gravity. (laughs) 
they don't know how to deal with cell phone times. That's a great, great rational question by Jay. It was, I laughed very yeah. hard when he asked the question. I'm like, oh. <laughs> never, never <laughs> thought of it that way. You're right. Maybe we shot him down. Hell yeah. Well, in Vegas, too, there's a lot to, you know, something might have drawn their eye while they're flying. They're not paying that attention. That does they make the light pole, Especially know? the sphere. I know what you're Bingo. talking about, but the sphere. Well, what do you think he was talking about? You know what he was talking about. No, ton. Yeah. Uh, tell us. Go ahead. Fucking what? 8,008. What? <laughs> Calculator trick. Of yep. course. All right. Oh, 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 oh. This, guy, this guy's phone. Batting a thousand. Batting a thousand. <laughs> I know him. You know him too. Bang! Oh! oh. Robbed. Around the world. That's what they were looking at in Vegas. That is. Uh-oh. 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 For the alien in Vegas. Nice. Oh, no. oh, back rim. AJ, are you sorry for not inviting the boys to your little hippie 70s party? I'm sorry that they were not there, yes. I like the way you apologize. I don't. I, they would have brought a lot of juice. I, believe me. Oh. Ooh. Oh. <sighs> that one's got to be made earlier. No, oh, yeah, she made the football toss. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's two makes today. Yeah, it's yeah. two. Holy fuck, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what a show. Today. Right. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly you change oh, when yeah. they, they let you know that. Yeah, I'm not willing to change my – I'm not scared to change my opinion on things with new pieces of evidence. No, right. Right. I completely forgot that that football won in that hole just a couple minutes ago. Yeah, yes. exactly. And once I was reminded that, we did it today. Well, yeah. it. <laughs> Stoner, we gave $250,000 to Cure for the Kids Foundation over there in Vegas. Boom. Hospital, hopefully making lives better. Shout out to the Vegas Golden Knights. They go back to back. We'll give $500,000 next year. You made, you know, the head coach of the Texans late helping the Colts out for in the second hour or two. Yeah, we did that as a team. I don't necessarily want all the credit or the blame for that particular one, but (laughs) hey, it was a good conversation with him. Yeah, well, I figured the Patriots part was destroying C.J. Stroud. What else are we talking about? We talked about Dalvin Cook going to the Jets. What a wild time. And then we also, you weren't here for this, AJ? He, uh, Connor, we started a show. Hey, happy Zeke's in New England. He goes, yeah, I thought we were getting Dalvin, but yeah. Zeke, Zeke, I guess. Yeah. That's what he said, AJ. I saw something. I actually, I didn't see that for a bit. I think, Connor, I think you're going to be surprised. I think you're going to really like Zeke. I think Zeke is going to be in shape and have a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah, no Why doubt not? about it. I, I think he's going to be great for New England, but we can't act like Zeke and Dalvin Cook are the same player. No. We just can't. <laughs> yeah, one of them's on the Jets, and one of them's on your yeah. team. And one of them has rushed for 1,100 yards, I think 1,500 scrimmage yards every year for the last three years, and one of them hasn't. And one of them's a Patriot. And one of them's a Jet. <laughs> All right, well, congrats to you both. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm happy for us both. It wasn't really breaking news, but it, Tone Rich is the officially the starter for the Annapolis Colts. Yep. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, dude... <laughs> What? I didn't hear what you said there. <laughs> I thought I thought you, the starter. I thought you were saying the Indianapolis 500 yeah. tone rich. Yeah, tone I thought rich. that was a country musician. Yeah, yeah I did for a second. I, I didn't. I, I did not. Rich. Jeez, Louise, I apologize for not exactly picking up what you sure. put down right yeah. there. Yeah. That's we got to get that better by the time we <laughs> yep. get yep. into the big leagues or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What was going through your head when you said yeah? Well, because yeah. I was just excited was to see where we were going. You know, I was pumped to hear where we were headed with that one. Because I just assume the brain will catch up. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm going to give an answer. It's just like in Jeopardy. Like, if there's a subject that I think I know, I'm hitting that thing 
and then letting my brain figure it out yep. after the thing's already picked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For Wheel of Fortune, yep. I am leading with the answer to that thing long before. You know, yep. I let the brain just catch. I have faith that it'll catch up. That one, though, Tone Rich. Who? <laughs> Whoa. I couldn't piece it together. Tone Rich. Anthony Richardson is who you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. You're talking about the rapper? The man that I saw come out of a gas station, more specifically, a marathon gas right, station in right. college, and put, put it down while sitting on top of a car with the boys out there drinking some incredibly refreshing-looking juice. <laughs> this is the guy. Clean. Clean. Great. I think he's on a Mustang, Chevy. Is that Sings? I don't know. That's the guy. Shout out. He put him on a rap game. Wipes. I think you just say he's got ice in his veins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking kill you. See you. That's a bro code. <laughs> done. SUV? You're done. We're done. Yeah. And then here I think he says Nuh-uh. something about not eating peas. I don't know. He's a saint on the field. <laughs> Shout out Drew Brees. That's an actual bar in there. Bars. I think that Love is, this guy. That is Sings. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Sings Gas Station. Down here in Indy? Yeah, yeah, that's the same one. Oh, I remember that guy. You guys used to talk about him a lot. Mr. Yeah. Singh? Mr. Yeah. Singh helped us out a lot. I don't know yeah. if that's Mr. Singh's, but I do know that that guy's our starting quarterback. We knew that guy was going to be our starting quarterback when Jim Mercy said he's going to play. Mm-hmm. That's literally yeah. all he said. But I'm excited for the potential of what this guy could be. Mm-hmm. You know, AJ? How could, how could you not be? I mean, just physically, obviously, what he can do. But he made he made some nice throws there that give you uh, plenty of hope, I think. Yeah, in the pick. All right. He tried, you do, hey, bub. That's stuff. I cannot imagine how bad you're swimming as a quarterback in your first preseason game. I know any position how tough it is early on, but as a quarterback, that's got to be brutal. And just to add on here, um, the amount of arm talent he has, yes, is going to get him into some shit for sure. You know what I mean? He's going to have to learn what's reality and what's not because, like, the pick that he throws, like in his head. Oh, I can fucking you thread this. I can throw mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like I think he thinks that just a flick of the wrist, actually, I can put the ball all over the place, mm-hmm. which he can, which is very good news for whenever he gets fully developed and yeah. understands everything he wants to do. But I think it's also going to affect him a little bit when he thinks he can do something that he can't because of how incredibly athletically gifted he is, both with his legs mm-hmm. and his arm. But he ran a guy over. He completed some balls. He yeah. looked like a professional. Yes, he threw a pick. Shit happens, but nothing happened in that game that made me think anything differently. This dude's a guy. This is a guy. Mm-hmm. Look like that receiver should have ran curl on that mm. on that top of that route. Which one? The, on this play? On uh, the pick route. When he threw the pick. Oh, okay. You think it was supposed to be a little bit of uh rubby? It should have been a comeback. Dano did say that yesterday. Yeah. So that was this full, full team breakdown. Yeah. That wasn't just He's backing up. That ball, that's the goddamn receiver. Six, fault. you're saying? Yeah, look, you don't run a comeback fading. What the fuck is he doing? Yeah, I think that's six. Pierce. Yeah. Up top, yeah. You're talking about the guy on the outside? Yeah. At the top, yeah, Pierce, Pierce, right there. Yeah. Uh, he looked like he was trying. He looked like he was stock blocking or something, right. didn't he? Did he think it was a screen or something? Yeah, Ball was yeah, supposed to go quick, probably, huh? Bam. Yeah, yeah he's not yeah, running he's around. He was going to block. He can't block. He, he I know. Be running curl. Right Look now. how he's running out though. If you see it early on, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Look at him. Look yeah, like he's like stalking up. almost. Yeah, he's going. Uh, yeah. The fuck, Isaiah McKenzie. He'll complete break. First drive. That's pretty good to me. Yeah, the you rest can nitpick of the game. it, but he, he played. He pretty ran good. some people no, over. Yeah. He ran a guy over too, yeah. which I liked. I'm a big fan. I yeah. like that he has a rap song out. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like that. People are going to say, you know, like is the song good? I'm like, yeah, song is good. Also, the fact that he went in there and recorded it and shot a music video. I like everything about that. It's cool. I like that his mentality is like, yep, I'm going to go record this mm-hmm. and follow up. We are shooting a fucking music video to this. Absolutely. I just like the cut of this guy's jib. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. How could you not? I love him. I'm thankful for him. Let's win the Super Bowl, yeah. AR. Let's go. I can't wait. I don't here. want to tackle him. I don't want to be one-on-one with that dude in the open field. Nobody does. <laughs> That's why we're winning the Super Bowl and you guys are. <laughs> we'll see. We'll be back we'll on see. the other side to see if I still believe that. Um, I don't know if you heard the bet yesterday with Kirk Herbstreit. We're still, uh, still trying to piece it together. Still trying to piece the bet together. But uh, he's saying over-under for Ohio State Buckeyes, 11. And then for mm. the West Virginia Mountaineers, 6. Uh, we have to get to Ooh. a bowl game. 5.5 is the over-under. His is 11 for Ohio State. So that would be playoff win, I think, yeah. is what he would have to do. West Virginia's going to the college football playoffs. I think it's a good bet for me in this particular mm-hmm. thing. So have you changed your thoughts on West Virginia at all since you've been gone? Uh, I mean – Maybe a little bit. I, I didn't really give them much thought of, of making the college football playoffs, but maybe if they, they start out hot, they might be able to do it. They're beating Penn State in Happy Valley week one. Book it. Mm-hmm. Just watch, there's, a, there's a trap game coming, though. If they get by that trap game, they'll be all right. Duquesne? That's right. Yeah, Duquesne. Well, I mean, every, <laughs> I'm a little scared of Duquesne. Uh, every game's a trap game when you can lose everyone, you know? That's, that's oh, kind of the God. thing <laughs> with West Virginia this year. Not going to happen. Have you been there? How do you feel about it? Have you have you seen it? Have you felt it? I feel that we're going to win over six games. Hell yeah. Okay. There we go. I, mean, I, I think just, you guys, I think it might be a good week too. I think. I was reading up on the Dukes and they're picked to finish second in their conference, and anytime that's that's just not a good sign. So you guys stink. All right, Duquesne yeah. sucks. I mean, second's going, not bad. What do you mean? They're normally they they're normally picked to win for the, to win it. So so it's down here what, for the Duquesne Dukes by week. What two. conference is that? The NEC, the Northeast. Conference. That's right. Just like the SEC. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Ohio State people really live yeah. in your high horse. Did you know? Not Did you know the conference? Yes. I bled on that field. Mm-hmm. I bled on that field. What? I sweat on that field. Right. Not for the Dukes. Just as a youth in Pittsburgh, you played soccer. <laughs> yeah. yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I knew all about it. I knew all about it. For Herbie, he's you're allowed the Ohio State, they play twelve regular seasons. They're allowed they're allowed to lose one regular season. Oh. Well, okay. Well, then oh, that'd yeah. be a push. It wouldn't yeah. be a win. But does bowl game that doesn't count? Is twelve and one? No, yeah, they they could win a bowl game. He would have. To, they would have to. They win would have to win a yeah. playoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so not bowl game. Only playoff counts. Well, that is there, right? Well, they would still go to like a Sugar Bowl or a game that's not a college football playoff. If they're, they're eleven, 11 and one. one though, they're probably they making the playoff. I'd assume. You, yeah. Uh, When's it get uh, at next year? They take eight. Is that right? Yeah, twenty twenty four. Not this year. If well, it's if it's Bama Georgia. And you know, one of them loses the SEC championship. Swag. Nice. All right, let's get out of here. It's a good day. Good day. You want to? You want that bet? Eleven. Y'all take the over. All right, sick. All right, so uh, we got to get to a bowl game. Let's go. Hell yeah. yeah, let's go. Hey Neil, come I mean, on. I think I think I would take the over in West Virginia. Was it five or five and a half? Five, five and a half. half. Don't be a mark. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll think about it. You just threw yourself out there and said you take it, and then now you're... No, no, I'd like to at least... i got to do some homework. i got to do some research. I don't want to just throw my opinion. I'd like to at least have some evidence to back up my, my opinion. I appreciate that. Garrett Green's quarterback. That's all you need to know. The guy yeah. is a dog. Okay, he no. can move. He can throw. <laughs> He's got good moxie. Yeah. He's ready for the moment. You know, he wants to sing Country Roads up there in Happy Valley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Could you imagine West Virginia goes into Penn State and wins that weekend? After all the shit Ooh, that we're talking boy. about. Yeah. I'm damn near willing to bet my life that doesn't happen. Yeah. Honestly, you never know. Damn, you never near, know. Like Damn near willing. The expectations are very high at Happy Valley. They are. Let's, let's get to a break. We saw that <laughs> big right. son of a bitch they had behind Sean Clifford. That kid is 6'8". That don't matter, bro. We're chopping wood. Number okay. One, number we're one chopping. quarterback coming out of high school. Yeah.
Yeah. Number one out of high school. That's cute. Really? Where's yeah. he from? <laughs> Drew Lar. I don't know where he's like. Ohio. Where he's from, I think. Yeah, he's Ohio. He's an Ohio, Ohio guy. guy. Oh. He's 19 years old. Actually, that's what AQ, AQ sent me this guy's bio whenever I put that tweet up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's from Medina. Yeah, he said, good luck. Okay. He's Ohio okay. fuck, pretty much, who is supposed to be the next one. Yes. And it's like, well, how do you end up at Penn State then? <laughs> True. You know? How do you end up at Penn State? And they're like, well, he's like starting his, like, very, <laughs> very, yeah. very young. He is going to be starting, and he's going he's gonna to be the game changer, they're saying, for James Franklin as a whole. Like, hey, when Penn State, those games that they don't win. Yeah. He's going to be the guy that's going to put him over the hump and win those games. That's the expectation mm. on this Ohio quarterback that's young. <laughs> Don't let the Mountaineers get hot. Don't let them boo you. <laughs> Don't let the Mountaineers get hot week one. And then AQ sent up a, a follow-up. I think it was like the sizes of who's where. Yeah, of course. And then the things, it's like, we've been hearing that for how many years? <laughs> right. Back when we were in the Big East, that's yeah. all anybody was saying. Look at him get off the bus. Okay, the game ain't played walking off the bus. No, it's right. You guys are good then, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're you good think? now. <laughs> really? <laughs> we're going to find out. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we are right gonna, these kids are getting paid now. Yeah, you know, better be good. These kids yeah. better be good. Yeah, hell yeah. Under five and a half is minus 190. Just so you know the odds that we're working with oh, here. Vegas ain't never liked us anyway. Exactly. Because <laughs> they're listening to the Herb. Did you hear Herbie? Yeah. He started laughing yeah, yesterday. Loss, 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 loss. One in five, <laughs> two in five. Ah, toss up, coin flip. Sure, we'll give it to you. Three and five, three and six. That's what he was doing yesterday. Looking down his schedule. Houston, yeah. loss. Texas A&M, loss. loss. Sorry, Texas Tech, loss. loss. He, started, he started doing it. I'm like, Texas. What are you, what, do you know anything about these teams, Kirk? What are we talking about? Right. You're throwing us. You don't yeah. know. Penn State, we don't even know the kid's starting. Yeah. yeah. Kirk doesn't know. No, Kirk has no idea. How, how, how could he know? West Virginia here. Can we pull this? 20 and a half. What's up to 20 and a half? We're definitely taking the 20 and a half. Okay, I what, like what this. Is, what is this from? You got to take a money line. That is, uh, I believe that's Vegas. Odds. Vegas. <laughs> if, I, if I recognize that betting side, I believe it's Vegas. Yeah, I'm right. We like that, right? I mean, we like all the books being there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's all, great. This is where all the shops probably shop, right? Yeah. Oh, there you go. All There's the some sh- value. All the shop shop. Is it VegasOdds.com? Yeah. Plus 860 money line there. Can so we... that's money line plus 860? Is yeah. that FanDuel or DraftKings? Which one is that? Uh, that's that's worth throwing Vandal. a little bit of money on there, right? Yes. What are you yeah. talking They're beating the Penn State Nittany Lions yeah. well, you want, in Happy Valley. You want DraftKings because they're higher, actually. Plus, plus 900. Plus 900. Oh, so that's the Yeah, they, they highlight the best odds that you can find. Well, thank you, DK. We will certainly do that one. Plus 900. Okay, let's go back to the spread. Let's go back to spread now that we know what the fuck we're looking at. Everybody's at 20 and a half pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know you, what the you 17 dot, right there. I don't know what the fuck Whatever you dot, you dot is. That's not a real oh, company. They're going to yeah, be out of business. Cool. They somehow got a license because <laughs> they know the right politicians. Mm-hmm. Right. Minus 105, though, for that 20 and a half. Yeah, the juice. You get the juice. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Penn State, what? what? What's Penn State minus 34 and a half? They're not beating Whoa. Five, they're, five touchdowns? I'm I can just see saying, that they're easily. not beating this by 20 with a rookie a quarterback. No, we got one too, but no. <laughs> With, nah. Without a doubt. <laughs> he was not our starter last year full season. This is his first season full time as our starter. But Garrett Green's built different. You know what I mean? Not this guy from Medina. Where's that at? Like north, northeast Ohio? It's a hardcore. Dogs up there? Or closer what? to Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some studs. Hardcore. No Big time wrestlers up there. Oh, yeah. boy. Tough people. That's uh-huh. some bitch. 
wrestlers that they feed into every program in the goddamn country. <laughs> really? Yeah. Even the even the you know the rings that you don't might not see. Oh. In the open. What? With someone that we just talked yeah, to once again referencing yeah. this. Is that where he's from? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I believe. So. I don't think. So. I don't think so. <laughs> I believe he's also a Medina product. Yes. Let's get out of here. West Virginia's I think the, guy you're, the guy's from Pennsylvania that you're talking about, by the way, real close to you, where you grew up. No, no he's a ours, he's a ours, ours away. How many? Like thirty minutes? What? No, I think we potentially. You could tell by our physiques, we maybe drank from the same waters at least once. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? At least one time. He's built like a Greek. Yeah. <laughs> he, he could bend like he could bend like a madman just just talking to him and he's in a deep squat with his butt on the ground. <laughs> so is Aaron still fully committed in body like through the season? Is his off season workouts gonna be the remain the same during the season? Have you at, chatted about that? That feels like a conversation you would actually have with somebody with how uh, much you love that type of stuff. I would, but I have not uh I have not asked them yet. I'd probably wait till they get through camp to see what that plan might be. So are we saying jocked all season, or I can lay out some plans if you want. Oh, excuse Better. me. Better. Well, he's gonna—he's probably gonna try to keep his tan all season. I know he got a nice deep tan when he was in wherever he's traveling the, the world in the summer. I'm sure he's like more worried about keeping house. that. I think, yeah. yeah, he did buy that glass house. That yeah. It's like a greenhouse, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, a good tan is so good. Yeah, you look a lot better when you are tan. Yeah. Way better. Overrated for whites or blacks. Sure. I don't know. You tell me. What do you mean? But blacks don't like tans. Okay. You don't like you don't like myself. getting any darker. Yeah. Can't be too dark. I don't want to be too dark. But obviously the contrast, like, like for a white person, that's why bodybuilders get sprayed because the, the contrast of light hitting the angles and everything, it makes them look much better. The angles. Yeah. Right. Yeah, us whites definitely look better with yep. a tan after being mm-hmm. sun-kissed. Nah. Yeah. Now, there is exceptions to the rule. Seamus. In the WWE. Sure. He glows. He looks very good. Connor, on Monday, I believe, when we got back, if you do recall from the Jabba shot, he was brighter than that desk that Tone sits at. Mm -hmm. He looked great in there. Yeah. But everybody else. So you're saying you don't want to get darker. There are people that, there are black people that want to get darker or no? No. I don't think there is. No. Black people don't want to get darker. Really? So like light-skinned people who get in the sun and get darker. You're saying there's they do not want. You're saying Carl, it might be brown. We talking about the more light light skin. Yeah, they probably do want to get in the sun. My complexion, no. Yeah, but hold on. Within the black community, the light skin and dark skin, they, there is a lot of shit talk amongst the two. Yes, for sure. A lot. Yeah, I've heard some heavy shots <laughs> being sent from a probably the. The darkest-skinned human I've ever seen <laughs> mm-hmm. to a light-skinned gentleman that I thought the light-skinned gentleman was potentially going to go home and kill themselves <laughs> immediately afterwards. That oh, is a no. real thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it. The response, though, was obviously great. Mm-hmm. Heater. I just stayed out of that one. That was a good one for me to stay out of. What do you think about the super light skin? <laughs> mm-hmm. right, yeah, you albino fucks get out of here. You look terrible. We all agree <laughs> that you guys look terrible. You got to move on. I didn't know that, though. I didn't know that you're not trying... Because... Obviously, because like Darius Butler, for instance, very dark. He don't yeah. want to get no blacker. But he does, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah and, but he had the blackest of the black. Yeah, he's very, he is. 
D butt is black as hell. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's he call it D butt. No yep. Yeah, but D butt's like, out in the sun like this. I almost yeah. look yeah, like D butt. You can make it to D butt? I, oh, I don't know if I can make it to D butt. I think D you can make it to D butt. You crazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> can you make it to D butt if you Oh, no. Get... D butt is a different kind of black. I've told, I've told D butt a couple different times that I'm getting into. You know, a tanning bed or something. I'm trying to get to. Uh-huh. I'm trying to get to you, Larry. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he'll he'll just send a photo back, and he somehow has gotten darker because he's down there in Florida getting cooked. That dude, he doesn't feel heat. Nope. No. Nah. He doesn't feel heat. Always cool. At all. Nope. It's an advantage. It, yeah, yeah. I'd say he is. He, we're calling him right now. He's probably on a golf course. No answer. Fuck him. All right. <laughs> See you, D butt. Yeah. We had some real answers we needed. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. conversation's yeah. never gonna happen again. Nope. Well, maybe. Let's let's put a pin in it. Okay. Yeah. We'll right. circle yeah. back. Be back. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think we yep. did learn stuff though. Black people do get darker. Yes. Not everybody trying to get darker though. No, correct. Okay. okay. So you're a big sunscreen guy? Yeah. Yeah. Dolphin, sunscreen. Yeah. What SPF? Like 30? 50? Always a hat. Hundred? What's the SPF? Fifty? Oh, so Ooh. we're not trying to get any sun at no. all. Love it. Not at all. Okay. And then when that winter coat pops, woo, looking good. Yes, what do you sir. mean? <laughs> when you ain't getting no, get no sun in the wintertime. Oh, so you guys, the winter is good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. For us, the winter is like, fuck. I'm about to be the palest dude <laughs> in time mm-hmm. for the next. That is just, the, that is interesting. The wintertime, we get our complacent back. Oh, we get fat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, super pale. Super pale. All in on that. And then the first time the sun comes back, we get red yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. Speaking of. Looking good. AJ, have you seen the petition? Oh. I do not believe so. What? What does it have to do with? Let's put a pen in it. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. We don't know what we're allowed to say, what we're not allowed to say. Probably have more yeah, updates on it tomorrow. Certain football team. Yeah. Am I going to have to wait till tomorrow, or am I going to be able to figure this out before? Here's the article. We didn't say it. I'm not reading it. Native oh. American I knew, group. I knew about this. Okay. Commanders re- are demanding that they reinstate it. AJ, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to think about this or not. We, as the dumb whites who hate winter, okay, absolutely <laughs> fucking hate sure. winter, mm-hmm. we always assume that the Native Americans – were the ones that told us, hey, the name of this, terrible, like, bad, bad. Yep. Don't, this is something that you've made our lives worse by shoving it in our face, like this whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it was pitched to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm just speaking for me and for us, but I think we're all kind of in the same world. So now we're seeing Native American group comes out and says, well, I thought, well, we... I'm kind of mind blown by it all. Don't know what to do, AJ. Honestly, don't know what to do. Yeah, what do you? Yeah, what? I'm what will they do? I guess it's not gonna. It's never gonna be like 100 percent of a group though. Once the name back is it, there's always gonna be give and take. I'm sure some people still don't want it. Yeah, in that know. in that crew, but I don't know. I, there's no way they're going back to it, are they? Uh, there's a chance. There's a chance. What's the, has the new owner said anything? He yeah. said. He said. He said a lot. He said the OG name. I know he's sitting front row and everything at preseason, but he, he wants to. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to. The game ball. He wants to make sure the fans are there for him. He wants to be on their side. Sweet hat. I think what he said in his opening press conference was, "If you look at the tradition and the history of this franchise, the and he says the name that." Okay, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah. He said it in the opening press conference. So I feel like he said that knowing that this potentially 
already happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you ask those fans, just from my own case study of the away game here in Indianapolis, I think the fans would vote it back in yeah, yesterday absolutely. pretty quickly. So if you're going to give them a reason now to vote it back in, seemingly with Native American, a Native American group being like, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I think it's going to – I I am a believer that it's going to happen. Yeah. Can they put it up to a vote? Like, legit have a vote? Put three or four names out there and see what happens next year? They already did that. Yeah, so – That's dumb. They well, I'm saying this is a different one. Stupid commanders. You're saying this – Well, yeah, but if you, if you put a couple other names, you would you could you could tell pretty quick somehow, like, hey, do a lot of people want to go back to this name? We don't – I mean, that's the only way. And once again, that would give them an excuse. Say, hey, a Native American group told us that they would like yep. it back – our fans voted, and it was overwhelmingly yeah. yep. to do this again. It's like they could baby face their way out of it, but I don't know if those answers or those questions, I mean, stop. Like, that would be wild. Could you imagine us back on this yesterday? Yeah. Though, yeah. absolutely sliced and diced. Scary Terry had a full. <laughs> that could be coming here pretty soon because they're talking about changing the name after this upcoming season. Yeah. Like, there's it's crazy. It's a wild development. The NFL is always in the middle of some shit, it feels like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in this particular case, mm -hmm. I feel mind blown because I thought it was the complete opposite is the reason why we had to stop. Yeah. And then now it sounds like it's coming out and saying, ah, it's what we'll, we'll continue. We'll have boots on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll have boots on the ground. I can't believe Darius Butler didn't answer. Nah, I can. He's golfing. Yeah. Golfing. He's have always you seen his golfing. family golf? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not just him. Every, he's gotten the whole family. They're out there every day. <laughs> Red on Sunday. They're out there every single day golfing. Whole family. Yeah. Dang. Doing he, it. He needed to work. He loves it. I've been watching this game. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be out there every day. <laughs> every day. Damn. Bold he looks sweet out there. At he looks sweet. He's a beginner. He's wedding, beginner he said it's coming together. I can't say anything because my fucking game needs a full rebuild. Okay? I need to head down to Home Depot, how doers get things done, and fucking buy everything they got to create a golf swing. Okay? That's where I am. Yeah. So I'm not saying anything about anybody's anything. Yeah. But Pac-Man said, who's the best golfer in the office and the other day? Bruce. Uh, uh, Foxy is... is Probably the best golfer in the office. Yeah, I suck far. too right we now. We haven't though. had we haven't had a round. Yeah. yeah, plus Foxy shoots like seventy eight, doesn't he? No, 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 he's no. Not from what I heard, he's in the eighties. He's in eighties. He's in the eighties. Yeah. He doesn't get himself into trouble though. He he's good golfer. Yeah. he is good golfer. But it is a funny thing. Like, am I just going to be chasing this dragon for the rest of my life? <laughs> how to fucking play this sport? I mean, we, what we don't we? play near enough. That's all it is. We got to play so much more golf to even think that we're going to shoot good mm -hmm. scores. Yeah, well, that and too, I mean, you, you shouldn't be going to Home Depot. You should be going to Lowe's just to get the <laughs> better product sometimes. But uh, I think I've decided after oh, the actually, Phil Maine's Classic. you shouldn't be going either. You should be going to Menards, okay? Yeah. okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Ace Hardware, baby. Nice. Ace. Tractor Supply. Tractor Supply is a good store. Yeah. That's like a Walmart. It is nice. Mm -hmm. Golf carts, go-karts, mowers, all out. I drive by the front just to see the new vehicles they're selling. So I don't want to, we don't have to pivot out of that particular market, but like Cabela's and Bass Fishing Stores, yeah. what a time. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What yeah. a time, dude. You go kidding me? There's giant fish tanks that are 17 billion gallons with trout and bass and everything. Yeah, then I see old Cuzzy to Buffalo up there and like 45 of his friends fully yeah. stuffed on the wall. Who killed that? Uh, Jake did, Donner. He had a fucking bow and arrow. That's actually record Buffalo. Yeah. Dead. Shot it right through the heart from 250 yards mm -hmm. out. It's like, you actually want to go sit in the stand right. how far away he was and <laughs> see what the shot is? It's like, it's a full experience in there. I've, I've, 
I'm I love it. They're usually connected to Dick Sporting Goods too, so yeah. you could you could waste some good time in there. Yeah. Uh, let's do some follow ups here from today. Now that we're uh, kind of catching a couple updates, the Tui family claims Michael War attempted fifteen million dollars shakedown before mm. court filing. This is getting <laughs> ugly. It's getting oh, ugly. Wow. Anytime family or fake family. Yeah. Kind of get on the rocks. There's a chance it's going to get ugly. Uh-huh. Feels like these two are going to have to put their swords aside at some point and come together. If it all revolves around money. All about the piper. Let's go ahead and figure that out. That has to be figure outable, right? Especially if you own 135 Taco Bells. Yeah. Right. Which we think the Tui family mm-hmm. now does. Yes. Exactly. Being alive. They'll settle. They'll have to settle with him. They'll pay him. And also, let's get him back for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's yeah. not just pay him and settle. Let's not burn bricks yeah. here. Well, family yeah, family reunion. Nice. Get- I mean, that's, that's his parents, basically, right? Yeah. Like I mean, well, get Big Mike back in the yeah. house. Exactly. What was yeah. the well? I mean, that's the whole thing. He's, they're not his parents at all. Yeah. They Britney but they were for how many no, years? Not by long. Kind of. Cool. For as many years as he was profitable for is what it's <laughs> Oh, jeez. It does sound like yeah. what is it's exactly what it's oh, you're retired? exactly what it sounds like. All right, we'll, we'll continue to cover this all the way to tomorrow. Okay, if we don't learn anything new tomorrow, we're over it. All right, mm-hmm. all there right? you go. Yeah, I like that. I think this is all going to start. Yeah, it's going to get ugly. Someone's going to hire Rusty Harden in there, probably too. Yeah, it's is, are take, they in Texas? It's going to take 18 months. We're not going to have any real updates for another six. These I think courts. they're in Mississippi. They are in Mississippi. Oh, so if we know might anything, be a little speedy. Oh man, might be a little. Old. I think it's the opposite in Mississippi. Yeah, but yeah. I also thought it was Tennessee filing. Okay. Oh. I don't know, but I do know we're in Alabama on uh, September 8th. Amen. Hey, Alabama. 2023. On campus, I do believe. Yep. Come hang out with us. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to be alone in Alabama. No. Oh, never. I'm never alone with you guys, though. Hell yeah, brother. Bring a friend. Bring a couple friends. No, don't bring anybody that doesn't understand the show, though. Yeah. That's yeah. a whole other thing. <laughs> you know? Come, but like, oh, it's easy to explain it. the show to people that, that don't really know the show or haven't seen it. It's really easy to explain kind of what it is. Nah, everybody's welcome. Come on, yeah. we'll have yeah. a good time. Yeah, and you can leave if you don't want to be there. Bingo. Anybody can leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anytime they yeah. need to. We exactly. clipped the BBC talk earlier. Huh? We also had Bob talk. And yeah, suck, yeah, sucked mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Linebackers are getting sucked up today, too. Well, that's yep. true about Dalvin Cook getting signed to the Jets with Brees Hall back there. Aaron's going to be able to get those linebackers sucked Suck up. up. Yeah, yep. yeah. Suck them all up. Any AJ? Everybody's getting sucked. All of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go ahead and end it. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been the Pat McAfee Show. We don't know why you're watching, <laughs> but we are very thankful that you do. All the boys crushed it today. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. It might change their life. Goodbye.